This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 7, the Home Office insists it's doing everything it can to fight terrorism as a big report says it's failed to learn lessons from past attacks. The Intelligence and Security Committee also says MI5 missed chances to stop the Manchester Arena bombing. Martin Hibbert and his daughter suffered life-changing injuries in the attack. It doesn't take an expert to work out that he needed looking at at a finer detail. So to let somebody like that slip under the net, somebody that was a bit of a loner, wasn't really well educated, you know, to me, that, that really does kind of make me angry. The Foreign Secretary says he's had constructive talks about the British academic Matthew Hedges, jailed for life in the United Arab Emirates. Jeremy Hunt believes his counterpart in the Gulf state is working hard to resolve the situation. The Prime Minister insists a Brexit deal is within her grasp after British and European negotiators agreed draft plans. Theresa May says she'll do everything possible over the next three days to secure backing from EU leaders on the UK's future relationship. Labour's criticised the proposal, though, and Shadow Brexit Secretary. Keir Starmer says they won't be supporting it. It's a really bitterly disappointing document and I think this is just a wish list. It's a list of the available options. What we needed at this stage of the negotiations was a concrete plan for the future. You can't have the detailed agreement, I accept that, but you need a concrete plan. There's been a fall in the proportion of domestic abuse-related offences leading to a prosecution in England and Wales. About 15% of cases recorded by police last year resulted in someone going to court compared with around 18% the year before. Virgin Atlantic's reportedly in talks about a takeover bid for Flybe, which last week put itself up for sale. Sky News understands Virgin wants access to takeoff and landing slots at Heathrow Airport. Pharrell Williams has been handing out food to the homeless in Los Angeles. Kevin Hart and Minnie Driver also helped out the singer during Thanksgiving celebrations. That's the latest. I'm Tim Jones. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. 
Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your London football fan shows talking all things Crystal Palace until 9pm tonight. Joining me this evening, DR Kernas. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm alright. You alright? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah? Nick Gossett. Waksha. And Chris... Oh, no, he's not here yet. Oh, he's late oh. again. There's, it's just funny because there's, like, the headphones on the chair. <laughs> and, like, the microphone's pointing that way. So it's just, like... And the chest. Do you know what I might do? I might invest in a cardboard cutout of Hambo for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, a picture of him with the bow tie on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's just been chucking around everywhere. Yeah, it's not as good as the uh, Sir Topham hat one that he had. No, 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 no. The the the, the one that he's been using, uh, the one that he's been using with the, uh, the the bow tie. That's that's a nice photo. Yeah. Actually, we should just punish him. Instead of doing that, let's just punish him. He's always late. Mate, he's your football father. I don't. I, you, uh, he's, well, he's not really my football father anymore. He's, he's going to. He's going. No, look, he's going to a West Ham away without me. So. Did you get a ticket? No, but he decided to go without me, and that's fine. He's going <laughs> with Mike Scott. Yeah. They're all Is going. They're yeah. all going. They left me out. Same with Mark Scott. Yeah. Mark Scott never invited me. Didn't exactly. He? Look. Ah, they like that. Uh, yeah, we are with back of the uh, back of the nest. So uh, if you're listening to this on Friday morning, good morning. If you're listening to this on Saturday morning, good morning. Listen to it on Sunday morning. It's going to become pretty irrelevant because we're previewing the United game, mm. so you're actually going to know what's happened already. Uh, it's any other time. Good evening. Good morning. Hi. Hello. Guten Tag. Uh, any other hellos? Merhaba. That's it. Yep. Um, Bonjour. Yeah. Nearly two weeks unbeaten. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's been fantastic. <laughs> Although, um, <laughs> the ladies got beat 5-0 by uh, Man United on Sunday oh. down at Bromley, but... Uh, one of our uh, one of our Brentford guys was actually at the game. He said he really enjoyed it. He said it was very, very, very good. A great atmosphere. Yeah. You know, a thousand people down there. It was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. What was it? Was it a league game or was it a cup game? Because there was a, quite a build-up to it. It was a league game. Oh, it was a league game, all right. Because there was all the furore beforehand that Man United were going to get a place above Palace and then another team dropped out. Oh, yeah. Because of funds. And um, happens quite a lot in the ladies' game. Let's talk about the season so far, though. Um, You know, we went in with huge optimism. Second season under Roy. His first full season in charge of the the Eagles. I mean... (sighs) I really went in thinking, yeah, this would be great. Then again, I saw Jordan I score. By the way, the guy scored this week, didn't he? Twice. 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 Yeah. It's just what, it's, what an we're, insult. We're getting teased. That's what it. an insult. Um, yeah, I saw Jordan I sign for Palace and I was like, mm, you know. But is it as much of a disaster as people are making out to be? Are you concerned? How do you feel right now? Fine margins have cost us. Little mistakes have cost us. People not being able to score goals has cost us, and injuries have cost us. There's so much cost us, we might as well be a Greek team. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been an annoying season so far because we played so good last season under Roy, and there was so much, you know, people expecting big things this season, and the way we started and where we are right now in the league is... I think it's the total opposite of what people expected under Roy and it's just been a frustrating season as, as, as Nick said we're not scoring goals we're getting injuries it's just been boring at Palace if I was to be honest I mean you've lost half exactly half as amount as the games you lost last season so you lost 16 last season you've lost 8 at this point so far yeah we're kind of in the same position as last season in that we haven't got many points on the board and that was with uh, seven games without scoring, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's that's the thing, though. Um, last season, under Roy, we were so good that 
everyone was actually so excited and looking forward to this season and oddly enough people were making jokes on so- social media saying oh what's going to happen with Roy now is he going is, because every preseason something has to happen at Palace I have a manager he decides to retire suddenly or he, he randomly leaves a couple of days before but nothing happened so everyone was really looking forward to it and look at us now we're just it, it, honestly it's just been in such a boring season at Palace and fine margins every game it's, yeah individual turnaround it really is Jordan I you jumps for a header we don't lose to Spurs little mistakes or every game or you could say if are so- you worried though nah I'm not I'm, I'm you're worried for us I'm worried I'm really worried well it's, it's weird because a couple of weeks ago I was just looking down the table and I was like well there's Cardiff there's Huddersfield there and we're like we, I like, think Fulham are going to get out of trouble you know yeah, they've got Ranieri, so they, really, they're the first club. I think club. they're going to batter Southampton at the weekend. It's going, it's going to be interesting because they're the first club that really changed it around. So it's going to be, and they've got quality players as well. They've got they've got quality players as well. So that's going to be interesting. And but now you look at where we are on the table, and when we're out of the relegation zone only by goal difference. Well, I mean, literally, but, you've got the same stats of Car- as Cardiff, and Cardiff exactly. being condemned but, by people. But who have we played in the last few games? Ask me after the Man United game when we've played Burnley and whoever after that. Then then I'll know more. But you I'd agree with you somewhat. No, but you can't... You look at who we faced in the start of the season. We could have beaten them teams easily. It's not like we just had hard run of fixtures. We just haven't got results against teams like Newcastle, Southampton, um, Watford. I know they've done good. Um, who else have we faced so far this season? Um, Bournemouth. They've done good. But... It's not. It hasn't been, there's been games that we could have actually beaten teams, but we just haven't, and it's just frustrating. It's not. It's not like we faced top six teams all this season long. We faced teams that we could easily beat. Not just the last six games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Last six games, but it's individual errors and also game management by Roy. But slowly, that's kind of improved. Even though we'll talk about in a future on uh, in later on the show about how he could improve as well with game management yeah I'd agree with you I mean everyone's been questioning his subs and whatnot. I mean just looking at the uh, the bottom reaches of the Premier League table you've got Burnley in at 15th 9 points uh, played 12 uh, one two of those lost 7 Palace uh, you know Palace Southampton and Cardiff all on the same points tally Palace with a minus 9 goal difference Southampton with a minus 13 Cardiff with a minus 14 uh, Huddersfield in at 19th with 7 points and Fulham with 5 points uh, rock bottom South Southampton I mean you know we've been talking about this there's been a lot of pressure on Mark Hughes and a lot of bits and pieces building on it I can see him going this weekend if then that means if Roy goes he might come to us oh no this yeah this is exactly it's just I don't know what's going to happen but if Mark Hughes does go where would Roy go but Hugo Southampton as well if Mark Hughes well they're talking about Leonardo Jardim really Never heard of him. Exactly. Ex Monaco. Ex Monaco. Okay, that's a risk. That's a risk. Why is it a risk? It's a risk because it's. Has he managed in English football before? No. This is Leonardo Jardim. You know, uh, former Monaco manager, played managed Sporting, Olympiacos, Braga. He's managed all over Portugal. Um, you know, won the 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 league in Greece. Uh, one league with Monaco. You know, he, he knows what he's doing, but, you know, their owner isn't afraid to, to, to splash the cash. What are him on the screen? Martin O'Neill. Mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but nobody... 
I hate to cast aspersions on our uh, esteemed chairman, but a lot of people leaving for personal reasons, management-wise, at it Palace. We've got Stephen Reid, left for personal reasons. Now he's plying his... Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Good luck to him. Go on, the Wimbledon. Also, Sam Allardyce. Um, when, he was, when he was speaking to uh, BT Sport after the Palace, I think it was Palace-Tottenham. Yeah, it was yeah, Tottenham. Palace, yeah, Palace-Tottenham game. I'm, I don't want to... like. It's not this. This wasn't his exact words, but I think he said there was something personal as well that people don't know about on, re- on the reason why he left Palace. So it was not like I uh, thought it was all to do with the because it was about a year ago, wasn't it? The um, the tragedy at Manchester yeah. Arena, and he knew somebody there, and he thought life's too short. I'm just gonna go out and enjoy myself a bit more, and go back to the pints of wine. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know with Steve Parrish. Well, he's, he's he's been talking himself up for the island job. Seriously? Yeah. So so has he... Wait, after he left the Everton job, did he say, I'm retiring again? No. Oh, oh he didn't say that. So he's out But he's retiring. been talking himself up for the island job today. See, that's... He could go there. He just... I, I honestly don't know what, what he's expecting. Baffling. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely baffling. We're going to take a short pause. We'd love to hear from you this evening at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. 0208 70 is the number to call elsewhere. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. I work for Said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit Said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Okay, he's had a baby, which I know he took some time off. Um, so he's now got a Conor McGregor Jr. sort of narcissistic cleaner. You haven't got your children called Brian, have you? No. Okay, that would be very narcissistic, I believe, to... Uh, well, if they're all laughing. girls, that would be a bit odd, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. Love Sport. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio. I don't know why we're playing Hambo's. I haven't got a clue what's going on. I just saw a balloon go past the window. Perhaps she thought it was Hambo's head. Yeah, maybe she thought. Well, we'll have that a little bit later on in the show. I don't know what that's all about. Um, but yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk tactics now. What's going wrong? Um, four four two versus four three three. Everyone's talked about Andros and Wilf up front. Where where do you, how do you play against Man United now? How do you line up? Change it up a bit. It's just four four two four four two doesn't help Max and. Personally, I don't think it will help Wilf as well. I don't think Wilf is a striker. I think he's a he's a winger or wide midfielder, whatever whatever you want to call it. I'll just change it up. I'll I'll go with four three three and put Max in more of a um, central central as a central attacking midfielder and put Wilf out out wide. And I don't know, maybe Ayu he could come back into the side. You know, he could start again. I know some people want Serlof to start against United, but he scored two goals. Um, when on international break, so I'll go four three three and give it a shot. Are you? You mean not solo? Yeah, are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, some people want some. Some people on social media have saying you know, I've said that they want Serlof to start. You know, against you know this. They still believe that Serlof has got something in him, but do you reckon he has? Or are we going to see him go on loan somewhere in January? <sighs> Depends who we get. Helsingborg. Yeah, he needs to. Um, I was just thinking formation. I'd go with a six one three, but we haven't got enough defenders. Six one three. Haven't Man United got a lot of injuries as well? Is it no, just oh, not very, not very good. Oh, fair enough. We, we've never beaten them in the Premier League. Beat them in the League Cup. In the League Cup, when uh, with Ambrose. Darren, yeah, Ambrose. Oh. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. What a goal that was! Coming midfield. But yeah, did you guys see Serlof's miss in international break? No, no, I didn't. Did it, was, it? It was good. 
it was well as a miss <laughs> yeah it was just unbelievable i don't know how we missed it and it's just Head like hands yeah it's just stuff like that he doesn't uh, i know i know like some people have said that we haven't seen enough of him no matter how many shots he misses or how bad he plays so we can't judge him but you can't just miss certain shots like that and also if you want to prove a point it just doesn't do you any any good so personally i'll just i'll go with value up front uh, what and uh, Wilf and Andros on the wing again? Yeah, yeah. Four four two. Just uh, it's just too basic. It's not. Like, it lacks. We lack creativity every time we play. That's my personal opinion on the formation. So, yeah, yeah. Lack a bit of creativity. Yeah, it lacks. Lo- no, not a bit. It just when you play four four two, you have Max out wide. Yeah, and I've said this on Love on Love Sport last week, and I also said in a review show as well that when when Max plays out wide. I understand that Roy is trying to put him in a similar position where Ruben Loftus-Cheek was, but Max isn't strong enough to, play, to you know to play out wide and cut in. Where Ruben Loftus-Cheek, he'll just struggle off the defenders and run past him. But Max is just too small, so it doesn't work for him. Four, four, two, or four, three, three, Hambo. I'm, out, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit out of breath. Um, <laughs> Are you still training for that walk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next year's. Yeah, well, you got to start early. This sounds a bit weird, this mic as well. DR's on my mic again. Yeah, he's in the gaffer seat. Um, it's got to be 4-3-3. Three, three, um, you know what I mean? When you, when you watch the team play, you just get the feeling that, that they would prefer it. I, you know, I can't think that Wilf enjoys playing... You know, I, I know he, he sees himself as a forward, not a winger, but... You, you know, he gets so much more joy out on the left, and he, you know that's what he plays the game for, isn't it? To you know, to beat players, to embarrass defenders, and to create chances and score goals. And I don't see the current system as getting anything like the best out of him. And then you look at the other players we've got, and you just think, if you, why would you pick a formation that makes you play two strikers when you don't have two strikers? You know? I mean. How do you line up against Man United? Because, let's be fair, you can imagine what Mourinho's going to go with. He's going to go for the sta- same old thing. Three in midfield, three up top. Probably Lukaku. Bring on Fellaini with 70 minutes on. Uh. Yeah, um, it's, it's a difficult one. Look, we never do particularly well. I'm not say, say never. Rarely do particularly well against Man United. We never do. And uh, you know, there's, <laughs> there's that, the Ambrose moment, God, wasn't there? I've seen Palace win at Old Trafford in the league. When was this? 1989. 1989. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. How, how old were you then? I was nine. Yeah. Stop. Oh, you weren't nine. You were about 20 or 30 years old. harsh. Yeah. I mean, Dio hasn't had a chance to have a dig at me for a while, so yeah, exactly. he's just getting in. Yeah, he turned around, he turned around early and said, you're not, he's, not, he's not his football father anymore. No. Um, yeah. Well, honestly, you're going West Ham away without me. I hope we lose. Go with Mike Scott. What's that? Go with Mike Scott. Oh, I am going with Mike. Yeah, yeah. Going with the band. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to trying to get my way in to be his new lead vocalist. I've you know I've got skills. Fair play. Look, I will come back to the to the formation thing and how we approach Man United. But has anyone addressed the issue, the biggest issue of the day, that Nick tweeted and, and referred to himself as a new addition rather than addition? Oh, that's good for a teacher as well. That's quite Bobby cool. Brown. That's something I'll do. I didn't expect you to. You, do that. you are not Nick Gillard magazine. You are, there, is not a new, <laughs> there is not a new edition of you. Well, there's a market open it's for that. Well, there is. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but going back to the live on air. Going, going back to the, the, the football. Um, I, if we if we go and we play this the, the four four two that we've been playing, uh, we're, we're just asking for the same things to keep happening. That's that's what we're asking for. What and, if, and that's the worry. What if Wilf is out? <laughs> 
because I don't. I actually haven't checked the press. So well, I haven't checked the press conference. It hasn't today. happened yet, so that's why it's Did not happening till tomorrow. Oh, is it tomorrow? Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was today at one thirty. No, oh, okay. I was. I, so okay, I, mean, I, I was. I was I, lunching with someone who is due there tomorrow. So oh, as as oh, we, I know because I saw a cryptic tweet from your uh, your eating partner. <laughs> My eating partner, did you? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I, I, and I was. I was gonna. I was gonna ask if you'd been in the mutton rollery. Yeah. Oh it doesn't work. It doesn't work anymore. Listen, we, we, we discussed this today. We, right. We've come we've come to the same conclusion that the the it, the it's broken, but we're prepared to fix it. <laughs> did you not have a different uh, thing from the menu last time, though? Well, yeah, I did. I had that same thing today as well because it's really nice. Oh, the old um, mutton devil. <laughs> mutton oh, devil. Hey, mutton it's devil. actually quite nice. It's so. Good. I, I had it um, in uh, in June. All right. The mutton devil. Oh, and 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 I asked the guy like you know is it good oh yeah that's that's what he's oh yeah and I was just like oh yeah I love it I mean is it on the level of a chicken chucker it, it it's superior to the chicken chucker the chicken chucker's got a great name it's it's a great name yeah yeah and um we like to refer to it as the chucker now the chucker yeah. chucker chicken I don't know chucker why it just sounds better sounds like uh, sorry dear sounds like um, what's her name Silla Black yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God rest her soul. God rest her soul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Queen of Saturday night television. Yeah. Was I talking about... Oh, I can't remember. Was I talking about Wilf? Yeah, yeah you were. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if he's so out, if he's out, same 442. So he, he very much looks like he's been training, doesn't it? And from his from his uh, social media posts and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we'll still go out there. You know, you'd, you'd just think that it would be IU that drops out and Wilf that plays. In the, in the formation that we went at went with last time, because that that was the late change last time. So you, I could, I just don't see Roy doing anything different to what he's done. Imagine he starts with a three-five or something. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. I, I think the biggest problem is that we did try out a four-three-three. I can't remember what game. Yeah, it was we now. did. Was it Bo- we, start of Bournemouth, maybe something like that. Could be, and it didn't come together. But this is the thing I was talking about this today. We've seen all these different issues, and we're saying, no, we should have done that. We should have done. Should have done that. Should have done that. And Roy's sort of trying some of them, but never in the right combination. And also, we, we haven't tried it over a long period of time. So we always keep... So we went with a 4-3-3, three, three, as I said. Yeah. Then we went back to a 4-4-2. Four, four, 45 minutes, I think we did and then, and then also the players in the lineup, they're always constantly... We haven't... Ha- we just need a bit of consistency. Maybe that's the answer. Like that, yeah. players can play better. You know, change it to a 4-3-3 three, three, and just keep it going for a couple of weeks. And then I understand that's a long amount of time but if it doesn't work then we can as fans say alright look it didn't work but if you play against Bournemouth one game and you haven't played it all season long you can't really judge off that it's, it's unfair no you're, you're right and do ultimately you, what do the players want to do as well do you go experimental against Man United and hope it works and carry on against Burnley or do you go with something that you know doesn't work anyway <laughs> 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 no, but I, just, I was saying earlier before you got here mm. being late as usual all right. um <laughs> It's been fine margins. <laughs> it fine has margins been, it has every been, game. But that's the, it's the second part of that that probably rings more true than the first part. It is fine margins, but it's every game. Yeah. Every single game is the same thing. Um, bottom line is we're not scoring enough goals to not keep clean sheets. You know, Sam Allardyce was right the other week when I uh, when I asked him that question on yeah. TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, why so happy? Well, hold on, what happened? I, I had the opportunity to ask Sam a big Sam a question. And what did you ask him? I asked him prawn. If, if you <laughs> <laughs> didn't ask him anything about prawns, oh. uh, I said to him, um, as a as a manager, what do you do when every week you have to come out in the press and say, "Oh, we played really well, but we didn't get the result." You know, the inference being you don't want to change too much if you're playing well, 
but how do you manage that when it's when it's all about results and he basically said that he looks at the group that we've got and his approach would be the, the same as it was when he took over really which was if you start with clean sheets um, you know you, you're much more likely to build momentum and build a run of results and score points but can't you argue that's what we have been doing so far this season that's why we've well, lacked going forward because we we rather get the point then push forward to get three points because that's what it seems like to me personally yeah, anyways I, I think it's a difficult balance isn't it but i i think arguably you could say we're trying not to concede but we're not doing a very good job of it are we? <laughs> I, think, nice. I think the the real point is do a better job of that as think, a team i think it went downhill against after chelsea game i thought before the chelsea game we worked out pretty well i think if you you have a look at the the score lines throughout the course of the season there's not many nils Mm. What's well, Newcastle, yeah. Huddersfield, Fulham? A few ones. So well, look, I, I, we, we need to take a break, but I'm going to cap off this short segment by asking you a question, Ambo. Yeah, yes or no answer. Are you worried? Yeah. There you go. Love Sport. From Ali to Zaha, we've got it covered. Love Sport Radio. Hi, my name's Kurt Edwards. I work in advertising and live in Surrey. Last year, the family content insurance was £745. A friend of mine had recommended a spokesman said.com when it came for this year's renewal. I managed to get it for £403. So for those 10 minutes on that website, I saved over £340. Told my family, my friends, you'd be absolutely mad not to give it a go. The spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. The Lord's Taverners, the leading disability youth cricket charity in the UK, is all about giving young people a sporting chance. There are lots of events you can get involved in over the coming months, from the Lady Taverners Christmas lunch with Jimmy Tarbuck to the Christmas Carol concert featuring Joanna Lumley. The charity continues to raise millions and last year alone donated over 40 minibuses to schools and clubs and provided over 3,900 cricket coaching sessions. Visit lordtaverners.org to find out more information and how you can get involved. Do you wear glasses? Think you're paying too much for your glasses? Want to try them out before you buy? Then go direct to Glasses Direct and get two pairs of new glasses with lenses from just £19. And with our free home trial, you can test drive them on friends and family before you buy. It's that easy. So, for your new glasses, you should go direct to glassesdirect.co.uk. New customers only, delivery 3 95 Conditions and exclusions apply. See website for details. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. Love sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. Love Sport, 558 AM. Is this something you're going to be singing along to when you go to West Ham away? What are the words? 
I don't actually know. <laughs> I don't even know what the song is. Oh, wait, I'll sing along to anything. I thought it was a remix of the EastEnders theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a potential, that's actually a shot. Yeah. Chucking um, a bit of Emmerdale. You still watch the EastEnders? No. I don't know. Anyone watching I'm a Celebrity? No, mate. I, I saw the bit where Harry stuck his head out the window and thought, it's not going to get better than that. So yeah, exactly. He expected him right. to pull out Limvoy Primus or something. Yeah. No, Pamero. <laughs> Robert Prozinecki. Oh, if Limvoy rocked up, that'd be amazing. Lim- I'd start watching. Apparently, he's like the nicest guy in football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Deeply religious. Yeah, it does. Yeah, there's that. Oh, I can't remember what the foundation's called now. I'm not, do, I'm not doing it The Limboy Primus so. Foundation. Yeah, let's call it that. I thought <laughs> you were talking about Harry Redknapp then. <laughs> no, no, there, there, was that, there was that story at Portsmouth where they were, I think, Harry had taken over for the second time from Alan Perrin. Do you remember him? I Alan do, Perrin. Yeah, yeah. Alan Reggie Perrin. Um, what a name. And, uh, yeah, it's French, wasn't he? And. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he, he, him and Joe Jordan were like in the dressing room. Harry walks in, there's no players in there. He goes to Joe Jordan, like, where are they? And Joe's like, oh, they've all set up like a Bible study class in the boot room. <laughs> <laughs> Harry goes, well, mate, I hope they're praying because we're in big trouble today. <laughs> but yeah, I'm quite enjoying watching Harry on there. Yeah, he's really, I mean, uh, he's really amusing. The thing about Harry, I mean, he doesn't have a foundation as far as I'm aware, but, you know, he does look after the financial interests of his pets. He does. And that yeah. is important, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Have you ever had any pets? That. Yeah. What did you have? My first pet was a rabbit called Bopsy. It's a good name, isn't it? Bopsy. Yeah, it's not. It's just, it's just the sort of name that a child makes me nod my head. But I don't know why. Yeah, good. Bopsy, it's like. a good, good rabbit f- name, isn't it? Yeah, it's proper South and London. We got a, a second rabbit, and we called it Minstrel. Guess what colour it was? Brown. <laughs> Black and white. It was, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a very clever galaxy joke for, a, yeah. for a child. Um, and and then and then after that, I had a uh, couple of giant land snails. <laughs> That was good. Right. Cool. Uh, right and bright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have names, but I should have given them that name. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, Praying Mantis, I had after that. What was it called? Oh, I didn't have a name for that either. Delroy. Yeah, he, he died quite quickly. Right. They do, didn't they? They're not supposed to live in glass boxes. DR's family uh, keep chickens in the back of the shop. And uh, by the way, remind <laughs> us of that address of that uh, wonderful kebab establishment you uh, have. What was it Chicken Donners? Oh, chicken mate, we've had problems. We've had problems, honestly. I don't want to start. We, we can talk about it in the next break, but it is, <laughs> it is a story. The and health inspector yeah, turned up. The health inspector did. T- <laughs> <laughs> but it's not our fault, though. No. It, it, it wasn't our fault. It wasn't our uh, fault. Anonymous call. Interestingly, on that, that subject, um, I, we were trying to comment what the discussion was. I think it was it was just about googling your own name, and I was about and I was googling Dr's name oh, as far as Drk, and it, and it, the auto suggest <laughs> was Dr Kebab. <laughs> so obviously, obviously, I searched that. There's a shop called Dr Kebab. Where's that? Uh, I've forgotten. Pop down. Got but it's down. not that far away. I was quite impressed. Anyway. I'm, I'm I'm really shocked you didn't ask Sam Allardyce what he thinks of a two ounce burger. He would have been he would have been like, furious. You what? <laughs> shocked, um, mate. Shocked. Anyway, should we uh, should we pop back? To yeah, let's football? let's pop back and uh, and talk about uh, consistency. Does Wilf need consistency to regain that blistering form? He does. He's, he, ever since he broke into the side, it's against only my opinion. The, the lads may differ, but I've always felt that he needs. He just gets better game after game after game. Uh, I think as he's got that little bit older, you you know, not not that he's old, but footballers tend to sort of succumb to injuries more as they get kicked more sort of over time, if you like. And we've just had that stop-start season from him so far, and he's he's been nowhere near his best, I don't think. But he used to be like when he was out of the team before, he used to take sort of four or five games to get really going, and then after 10 straight games he would be almost unstoppable again but I don't know I don't like him as a stop start player it, it worries me yeah it, it just he hasn't put he scored um, 
It was good at the start of the season and like, against Fulham, etc. But he hasn't really. I haven't seen Will push on this season. He just he's, he's been a bit quiet in certain games. He's just non-existent, and I don't know what that is. Maybe he had this injury. I don't know if he had it beforehand, and maybe that was like happening, and that didn't go away. Now he had to sit back. I'm not exactly too sure what's wrong with him, but he hasn't been his old self. And you can say that for many players at Palace, to be fair. Yeah, so it's not only Wilf, but Wilf Wilf it stands out because he's our star man. Not uh, yeah, I not mean, Andreas, but it just hasn't gone well this season in in general. But you know, I'm just, I think I think you know we we are over reliant on Wilf, and, and a lot's made of that. And I think the best performance we've put in without him was probably against Spurs. Yeah, um, I think I think we played really well there, and and we didn't really. I wasn't conscious that we missed him that game until I thought about it afterwards. Where I thought, oh, imagine if we'd had Wilf in that game. Yeah, I didn't really think about it as well. Um, after it's really after we conceded, that's when it, that's when people started like moaning and maybe talks yeah. of Wilf happened. But beforehand, in the first half especially, Ayu, I thought Ayu had a de- I, some people may may slate me for it. I thought Ayu had a decent game. Like his hold up play and bringing plays like into the game, I thought it was pretty good. And Andros as well. But it's just the infinite. There's no one in the box when it comes yeah. to it. It's just in midfield. Fine margins. If he'd jumped in defence, is that you know what's point? That's like the new name of your band or something. Like fine margins. That's his favourite phrase, mate. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to that, I've just seen that tweet. I can't believe I typed that. I know. I've like in, in the show description last week for the Love Sports show on our podcast feed, I spelt week as in W E. Yeah, I know. I read it as W E A K. I'm absolutely appalled. I've never done anything like that in my life. I have. Oh, you're I've, lucky I didn't spot it. I have had you're a horrible like, cold. Ham- Ham- Hambo's the kind of guy who goes around on Twitter, and instead of like correcting people's tweets by like you know like messaging them underneath, he starts like Reddit, Reddit like you know <laughs> threads. <laughs> But like link to this page look at this guy's spelling yeah I will do yeah you're absolutely right you, um, you and Mike Scott sit there and do that don't you yeah we do yeah. And no, it's, just and it's not Mike very peeved about it it's not yeah, Mike it's Hamburg you, you're always like that when it comes to everyone you're always like that that's why whenever you do a mistake I straight away point it out someone someone at work was trying to tell me about quite a serious issue the other day and it related this is quite I, I won't bore you with too much oh no detail. tell us but they they were trying to tell me that there was an issue with something called an MPRN right which stands for meter point reference number but they kept calling it an MPRN number so I kept going what meter point reference number number every oh time they, like literally every time they tried to say it to me and they ended up walking away and, and like you know being genuinely furious and close to tears because I just kept doing it um I, 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 you might you might argue that my pedantry takes over kind of common sense. I, I feel the same when people say, "Can you tell me what your PIN number is? What your personal identification number number?" Yeah, well, exactly, exactly, Nick. It's, it's such a problem. Do people actually ask that? <laughs> <laughs> Only by email. They ask Nick all the time because you know, he keeps responding to those uh, emails from Nigerian princes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a face jacket, isn't it? No, phone jacket. Yeah. Oh, he's brilliant. But um, on a positive note, what about Wan Bissaka? What do you guys think of him? Well, I mean, the first thing to talk about is injury, isn't it? Because he had to pull out the England under twenty one squad before the injury. But before against I mean, Tottenham, he was well against Spurs, but specifically, yeah, yeah, Spurs. I thought he was brilliant again. I really did. I just there's there are elements to his game that if you're if you're really micro analysing everything, where you can see the inexperience, right? Yep, some some positional stuff, passing um, sometimes. Some, yeah, Cro- crossing, Cro- crossing. Yeah, but I mean, I think a lot of our teams struggle with crossing. Yeah, um, even 
can argue that Wilf struggles with crossing. But if you think he's not that great, yeah, exactly. But if you think like I was an issue with Ward's crossing, I said he had a fifty p foot because or Toblerone foot. I called it as one one stage as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> every now and then he get it right, but most of the time it would just ping off. Um, it's like I, my I, like, I like I like Toblerone feet. It's one of my favourite things. <laughs> um, but <laughs> triangular chocolate. Sorry, I just had one of yeah. them. I bought, I bought one of them on the way back from Vegas. I'm just sitting there. Do you know, sitting there. Do you know cool. what the thing is? I've never understood why Toblerones are such an airport thing. It's a, it is a weird thing, isn't it? It is. It's a bit. Cl- is it classy? Like, it's not high class. <laughs> 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 I can't believe you asked. You are right to ask it in that way, though. That can was you the perfect. Can you turn it up for a date? It's just yeah. like I bought you roses <laughs> and a Toblerone. Yeah. When you say fun size. It's like, is that is so you're going on a classy date, DR. So obviously you've selected Nando's and you bring her a Toblerone. Morley's man, <laughs> that's yeah. what I, you can do. It depends on a person, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So one of those giant um, Jaffa cake tubes. We've we've had a Toblerone diversion, but basically yeah. to go back to Wampasaka. So you, there's that element, certainly the crossing. You know, he's a, obviously a very skillful player going forward. I just, I, I think we've got to be careful not to to overhype. Because then the expectation goes up, and he has to perform that way every week. But the, the problem with that is he does perform that, that level exactly. every week. Are you worried that Wan Bissaka is going to be like a massive target, not in January, but the end of the season for uh, Spurs? <laughs> well, it could be anyone, but I, I think any team who certainly are looking at right backs, anyone thinking logically would say as early as they possibly can, they need to go in for him. Yeah, the most. Otherwise, he, we're just going to sit, sit you know, get him on a big contract and, and sit there asking for 30 or 40 million quid. The most ridiculous one has been from Everton fans suggesting that they should go for him for fit, like put 15 million bid for him. And I was just so confident. 15-1-5. Yeah, 1-5. I was like, would, what makes you think you're would going you to Would you part exchange Trippier for wan No. No. Nah. Trippier no. plus cash. Uh, depends how much cash. You know. Mornings. <laughs> Mornings. <laughs> I just think, um, I don't know what it's like. It's all about what you do with it, really, isn't it? It's only, it's only a good deal if you spend it the right way. Um, Probably go get another Serloff. Yeah, <laughs> by four more strikers. Some obscure striker. Um, Chorari. I think you just, you know, he, he is an outstanding player and he has been from the minute he stepped on the pitch as a right back. So, mm. how, do, how on earth do you replace that? I, mean, I think ultimately he will leave at some point, but it's all about us trying to maximise what we get for him and, and spending it wisely. Very true, very true. We're going to take another pause. This is Lost Ball Radio with your uh, Crystal Palace fan show. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. So Nick Compton, the former England batsman, former Middlesex and Somerset batsman as Who's well. Who's been a co-host on this show? He's been a co-host on this show, friend of Love Sport. Well, good luck in retirement, Nick. I hope, I hope just, I hope that he's got something to go to that's been planned. Well, I hope he's not planning on getting my job. He's done that before, <laughs> and a damn sight more professionally as well. Well, it's funny you say that, James. Anyway, um, <laughs> to be fair, a couple, a couple of poignant. What are you doing tomorrow? Yes, <laughs> James, you got a minute? Um, <laughs> All those who are appearing on the Brian Moore Show tomorrow, take one step forward. <laughs> it's the Brian Moore Show with. The the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. We've all got one and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. Each Saturday from 2.30, we'll be celebrating your teams. Oh, 
We'll be covering all the games, all the goals, and we'll be giving you your London scores first. The Score with James Sherwood and Richard Lee. Giving you all the latest news and we'll let you share your views, good or bad. We want to hear from you. Give us a call on 0208 70 20 558. The Score with James Sherwood and Richard Lee. Saturdays from 2.30 on Love Sport. 558 AM. Love Sport. Love Sport Radio, the station giving fans a voice. In a world full of United, cities, rovers, there's only one Hotspur. The official Tottenham Hotspur membership, One Hotspur, is now on sale to new members. Gain access to ticket priority windows, receive a gift pack and plenty more Spurs benefits. Tottenham Hotspur, it's your club. Make it official. Sign up today at TottenhamHotspur.com slash join. The Novotel London Blackfriars, the official hotel partner of Love Sport. Located just minutes away from the city and London's famous South Bank. You can kick back and taste the flavours of the world at the Jamboree Bar and Grill and enjoy all the sights of London in style. The Novotel London Blackfriars. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. You could make the main dealer's day by paying over the odds. Or you could go to Big Motoring World and save a fortune on up to 2,000 pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes, Audis and VWs in stock. Then with the money you save, put a smile on your face with a cheeky weekend away for two. Give yourself a break at Big Motoring World. Just minutes from the M25. See bigmotoringworld.co.uk. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. Taking antibiotics when you don't need them puts you and your family at risk of a longer and more severe illness. Always take your doctor's advice. Search NHS Antibiotics. Love Sport. Fine choice of footwear there. You've gone for the shoe of every burglar in the country. Yeah, the Reebok Classics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you know what, what uh, like really freaks me out with Reebok Classics? Sure. Is the polystyrene heel it's got on it. The polystyrene heel? Yeah, it's, it's made like a rubber polystyrene, isn't it? Oh, no, I was, was going to have a look, then I realised I have zero flexibility anymore because I'm old. I'll probably just dislocate a knee. Would you have worn them or bought them when Dougie went to Bolton? Given the name of Reebok Stadium, would you? Uh, I'm not it's sure. It's actually the generic sportswear stadium. Is it? 
<laughs> I um, I don't know if I'd have assigned blame to the Reebok company for Dougie's. Because I know people who don't buy stuff because their hated team sponsors. They're sponsoring their hated team. Like people wouldn't buy JVC stuff. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Or Samsung because of Chels. I mean, why deprive yourself? You know. Anyway, Dio was alleging that these were these were poor shoes. Not poor. I just I didn't, I, I, I didn't know they were Reebok. I'll just be oh. honest. That's why I, I had to ask. You. I mean, he, he, how do you feel That's about it? Because you get you have a good paycheck at your workplace. So I, was, I was going to say, Dad, <laughs> that maintenance money's good. <laughs> Here we yeah, go. Also, also, all the money you're getting from all the listeners is like, was, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> what, what, what I would have thought is you'd actually wear matching shoes, Hambo. <laughs> This mate, one, one, one white one and one black one. That's what I do. Yeah, you got another pair like that. What one man who I'm sure knows all about trainers and he's 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 a very very uh, swaggy guy. I don't know if he has been called that. We'll ask him. Um, is uh, is former Palace right hand man, Mr. Keith Mill, and Keith joins us now. How are you, Keith? Yeah, good evening, good evening. I'm not sure I've been introduced like that before. But <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we we try and do things I'll differently here. I've been called a lot of things, but not that. Yeah, well, you are. I, I think you're a bit of a swaggy guy, you know. I think, I think you know, you're, you're all right. What were your I, thoughts? I make on the, an effort. What are your thoughts on the Reebok Classic? <laughs> <laughs> on the what? The Reebok Classic. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think it's the shoe of every burglar. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've had their time, haven't they? I think. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still about. They're, they're, well, yeah, <laughs> Hambo is sporting a, a fine pair of grey Reebok Classics this evening, Keith. Um... I, I, Quite expensive. You know, <laughs> I, 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 um, I've been doing a bit of reading on you, and obviously, you know, you, uh, you, you left Palace, you went on and went to MK and whatnot. I think you're yep. really missed at Palace. You know that. No, oh, thank Ev- you. Everyone, I, everyone's I, uh, nodding. I miss it myself. Yeah. Everyone's no, nodding. I, I, uh, but no, I, I missed it. You know, Palace is sort of, was always been my club when I was growing up. So when I first went there, it was more than just a job to me. Um, so, you know, I mean, I love my time there, and I was disappointed to leave in the, in the manner I did. But in mean, that, that is football, and, and you get on with it. But um, I've, no, I've, I've nearly gone back a couple of times um, in different positions, different roles, but uh, it hasn't quite worked out. So. Uh, hopefully one day I'm, I might get back there. I mean, how much pride was there for you? Obviously, you know, you were there, I believe, you know, in the in the youth teams initially as a player and then obviously coming back in the backroom setup where, you know, ev- everyone, you know, is very fond of you. Everyone knew you on the touchline and, you know, you had spells as a caretaker manager. For you, there must have been just an immense sense of pride being from that part of the world as well, you know, just representing your home club. Well, it, it definitely means more to you when, you, when it is your, your home club and you support them because so you, you, you want them to be successful, not just for yourself, but for your family and your, and your, sort of your local friends. So um, it adds that extra little bit of spice to the, to the role and probably a little bit more pressure as well. And maybe I, I felt it more than some people did because it, it, it meant so much. So um, it, was, yeah, it, was, it was good times. I mean, I really enjoyed my time there. Um, learned a lot as well and um, there, there are I think one of the reasons that uh, Steve Parrish the chairman sort of kept me on a couple of times was because we had a sort of if you like the Crystal Palace way um, I mean we all sort of stuck together the staff and the players and I think he wanted to try and keep that as much as he could um, but I mean as the years go by and the managers change then obviously things change as well behind the scenes so um, it is a shame, but uh, yeah, you have to move on. Do, do you think 
um, that that's that's a factor now, Keith. That we have we have lost that Palace way, and we're sort of struggling to find a, a, a perhaps a new identity. I think I think it's going to happen when you when you change your manager regularly. Um, you're going to bring in different players, different managers have different ways they want to set the team up, how they want to play. So you're always going to have that um, that change of personnel, and eventually you're going to lose that sort of spirit that maybe you had um, when, when we had the success. So um, I think when you look at the teams that do well, generally the ones that don't chop and change too much, um, that, that consistency normally breeds success. So, um, but I mean, they've, they've still got a, a good spirit down there, um, the, the, the first team. And I think if they didn't have that Palace spirit, I think they would be in trouble. But um, I think the way Roy works... Um, and, and the group of players he's got, I think they'll be okay this year. Um, hello, Keith. Um, how many uh, managers did you actually work under at Palace? <laughs> how, many, how many did I see off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always wanted that caretaker job, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I saw... Um, well, I went in there with uh, Ian Holloway, and then Ian left, um, and then Tony Pulis come in, and uh, when Tony left, um, that that was probably the only time that... I spoke to the to the chairman and said to him, I, I feel if you want to continue, if you like what Tony was doing, then then I, I'm your man. I, I can do that. And I, I think he was he was tempted at, at the time, um, but eventually he brought in Neil because of his experience. Um, and then Alan Pardew come in after Neil, and then when Alan left, um, Sam Allardyce come in, and um, Sam wanted to. He, he felt in January he needed to make some little drastic changes. Uh, he brought in, I think, £40 million worth of players, didn't he? And um, he just felt he needed to freshen up the staff to have an impact. And, I mean, you can't knock him. And he went and got results, didn't he, and kept him up. So um, he was successful in that period. Yeah, well, one, one, of, one of the names you mentioned was Ian Holloway. Did he confuse any of the players with some of his sort of Holloway-isms while he was out training? <laughs> He, he was, he's definitely the most entertaining manager I've worked with. Um, he was uh, he's really clever in, in his the way he looked at the game. Um, but he was very up and down. Uh, he was difficult to... His enthusiasm for the game was, it was unbelievable. Um, and sometimes you had to try and sort of just uh, keep the lid on it a little bit. But um, he was very up and down. And I think... Uh, I think that he's, I mean, he's had a lot of success, yeah. Um, and, and the players who have enjoyed working for him because he, he just he wears his heart on his sleeve, doesn't he? And you can see what you're going to get with him. Indeed. Hi, Keith. Um, ever since you left, uh, ever since you left Palace, there's always been this talk that yeah, you know, when we haven't been as good in set pieces. Just I'm wondering how involved were you with um, set pieces in training, and was was he responsible for them or? Is it just yeah, we we um, it was really um, uh, when Tony come in. Tony was really hot on the set pieces, and one of my roles was to study the opposition for their strengths and weaknesses. Uh, so we would do a lot of work on how we felt we could hurt the opposition from set pieces. Um, we had good delivery in the squad, and we had players that actually wanted to go and head the ball. So we had all the all the parts there. It was just a case of putting them together. Um, and we, we felt that that might be the, the little edge that kept us in the league. I mean, if you can score goals and set-piece and not concede, um, 
it gives you that little bit of advantage when you're sort of a struggling team, and that's and that's how it panned out for a couple of years. It, I'm not I'm not saying it saved us at, at all, but it certainly helped keep us in the league for them them two two or three years. Mm. Uh, Dr's asked you a question that one of our listeners, Andrew Adams, had asked there, which is we struggle from set play. So he's he's got his answers there. It's interesting you talk about having a couple of good headers of the ball. Scott Dan was certainly one yeah. of those. We probably probably missed him from that uh, situation as well. I did get a uh, another question in from uh, Keith Keith Madge Diamond. He's uh, he's talk- it's a good name. <laughs> he's <laughs> talking about. Um, the, the youth players and um, and what knowledge you've got of those that are perhaps still still to come through. I think perhaps if if I ask you first of all your thoughts on how Aaron Wan-Bissaka's done since becoming a, a right back, he was probably still a w- winger when you were at the club as a as a young yeah, player. Yeah, amazing, amazing turnarounds. Uh, when, when I was there, I remember a meeting we had, and he was he, like say he was a right winger at the time, and we were discussing whether we should sort of give him another contract or should we release him. And, let him go somewhere and get some games. Um, so he was he, at one stage. He was struggling, and um, I think Kevin Keane sort of took the uh, credit for it. That he he suggested maybe um, we look at him at right back, and uh, they put him in at right back and did a bit of work with him. And obviously, then like no one would have guessed how quickly he's matured. And he's, to look at him now, he's just unrecognisable from when I knew him as a right winger. So. Um, we always knew he had that athleticism. I mean, he's a great athlete for the Premier League. Um, but to actually want to defend like he has done, um, you've got to give the lad a lot of credit. And I think there's a lot more to come from him as well. I mean, there's a lot more improvement because he's, he's jumped so quickly um, from where he was. So I think if he keeps his head right, um, he could be a real, real good uh, fullback in the years to come. And any. Any others that you sort of either surprised didn't didn't quite kick on, or um, or sort of tips for well, the, the future? Well, the frustrating one, the frustrating one, a little bit probably is Soleil Kai Kai. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we set him out on loan. He's been out on loan quite a few times and ended up coming back. Um, and he's, so he's never really got a regular spot anywhere. So that's a little bit frustrating because he's got a lot of talent, the lad. Um, and probably Johnny Williams is what every Paris fan knows and yeah. loves. Um, I think he's 25 now, isn't he? Um, yeah, get that way. And it's just unfortunate that he just had he's, he's had so many injuries in his sort of short career. Um, so they're they're the two that probably uh, is disappointing that they haven't really managed to kick on and get in in the first team more. Very quickly, Keith, your your manager for our game against Man United. What'd you do? Yep. <laughs> what would I do? Yeah. Well, there certainly isn't the uh, the fear factor that there probably used to be when going to Old Trafford. So I think I think Palace will deep down probably think they've got half a chance. Whereas before, previous years, you always thought, "Blimey, we do well just to keep the score down." So um, I think they'll be quietly confident. Um, hopefully, Will's fit. I mean, it obviously, is a, a big loss when he's not available. Um, but I would imagine Roy will look at look at the game and probably think if he can keep it solid and maybe try and hurt him with some pace on the counter attack. If Wolves fit with Andros, maybe. Um, but if he, I think he can defend quite. I mean, and Palace have been good at that. And I think the, the old crowd. I mean, the crowd could get a little bit restless. Um, I can see. I can certainly see Palace going and score there. It's just whether they can keep a clean sheet.
Um, last sort of question from me, really, Keith. Is one of the one of the most sort of frustrating things for, for fans at the moment is it's kind of the striker situation because obviously the, you've got that loss of form from Benteke that's been pretty dramatic, and we've yeah. really struggled to find anyone to come in and score on a regular basis. Now, obviously, that's a difficult thing to do. No one's got a sort of magic wand to to identify a player that's at the right money, you know, and wants to join and is available and all that kind of stuff. But what do you make of because it's it's been probably best part of eighteen months that that Palace really haven't at times had a, a recognised forward. Yeah, no, it's. Um, I mean, it's a shame Connor Wickham's injuries dragged on so long because he was obviously a big buy. Um, he's still very young. Um, so there was a lot of potential there with Connor. Um, and, and Christian, unfortunately, he had a few injuries, but had no real consistency in his performances. And I mean, when you spend that sort of money on a centre forward, um, you expect him to be the main man. So it's difficult for Roy um, when Christian's not there. I think if, if they can get Christian fit, the one thing I would say is you've got to play to his strengths. Mm. I mean, and his strengths are getting balls in the box. You've got you've got to feed him. I think the only time he had a good little spell with us, we made him the sort of focal point of our attacks, and we kept saying about getting crosses in the box and trying to give him chances to try and score. Um, but it's, I mean, the trouble is in January to to get a centre forward is so difficult because no, no one wants to give up a centre forward, do they? Someone scoring goals. No, no team in Germany wants to lose them. So, um, I think, I think Palace. I think Wolf's been a pleasant surprise, pushing him up front. I think he's become more of a threat as a centre forward. So I think they'll be okay. Um, but uh, it's a difficult one. I mean, the centre forwards are the most expensive players to buy, aren't they? And, yeah. Yeah. Um, Palace haven't wanted to really spend the money in the last year, have they? So uh, it'd be interesting what they do in January. And very, 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 very quickly, because we've got 30 seconds left, Keith. Um, okay. Is it going to be a, a, a number one job for you next, or are you going to look to go back into coaching? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm open-minded. I mean, I would like to be number one again, because um, of the experiences I've had. But I, I love coaching, so whether I'm number mm. one or assistant, um, I'm not that fussed. But, um, it's, yeah, no, the coaching is what I enjoy the most. So. Lovely. Uh, I'm trying to just sort of see what's going to come up, really. Well, don't worry. If I'm number two, if I'm number one on football manager, you can always be my number two. Keith <laughs> Millen, everyone, let's have a round of applause. <laughs> Cheers, Keith. Top Cheers, stuff. Keith. Thank you very much, Thank Keith. You. This Bye. is Love Sport. Five five eight a.m. Love Sport. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes.
If you're a road cycling enthusiast, carinsuranceforcyclists.com rewards you when you get behind the wheel of your car. Your on-road cycling experience has made you more alert and road aware than the average car driver, and that deserves special attention. Let carinsuranceforcyclists.com source you the best car insurance deal, because good on two wheels means better on four. To find out how much you could save, call 0800 819 9319 and mention Love Sport Radio or visit carinsuranceforcyclists.com. The Lord's Tavners, the leading disability youth cricket charity in the UK, is all about giving young people a sporting chance. There are lots of events you can get involved in over the coming months, from the Lady Tavners Christmas Lunch with Jimmy Tarbuck to the Christmas Carol Concert featuring Joanna Lumley. The charity continues to raise millions and last year alone donated over 40 minibuses to schools and clubs and provided over 3,900 cricket coaching sessions. Visit lordtavners.org to find out more information and how you can get involved. Can't just taste him. I love Keith Miller. Yeah, I absolutely love him. Top, what a man! Top man. And if I ever get the number one job at any club, I will phone him up and I'll say, Keith, do you want to be my number two? I'm, I'm not sure he should wait around for that to happen. Me neither. Yeah. But Keith, you'll always be my number one, mate. Uh, yeah, plenty on the way next. It's Love Sport Radio. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. With Back of the Nest, and do you know what the best bit about the next hour is? Hambo's going to eat a brownie live. What, like it's a sound, girl guy? It's going to sound horrible. Wait. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio, this is Love Sport News. At 8, a report's found MI5 missed chances to stop the Manchester Arena bombing. Victoria Lawrence reports. 22 people died when Salman Abedi detonated a bomb in May last year. Now, MPs say he wasn't properly tracked and was able to visit an extremist in prison. As a result of the failings, potential opportunities to prevent it were missed. MI5 has admitted mistakes. Martin Hibbert and Sean Gardner survived. To let somebody like that slip under the net, that really does make me angry. There's no saying that if you make a mistake once, perhaps you're slightly careless, but if you make it twice, that's negligent. MPs are also accusing the Home Office of failing to learn lessons from previous UK terror attacks. Theresa May says she'll do everything possible to make sure her draft Brexit plan is approved at a summit on Sunday. The Prime Minister insists a deal is within her grasp after British and European negotiators backed the proposals. Police are searching for a woman after a health worker was stabbed at a hospital car park in North Ayrshire. Here's Superintendent Brian Shaw from Police Scotland. There's a huge investigation ongoing. There's lots of police resources being put to this investigation and it's important for the public 
public to realise that the, the position at the hospital is safe and we will be looking obviously to who is responsible for this matter to bring them into custody as quickly as we possibly can. The victims recovering in a hospital following the attack at Elsa Hospital this morning. Campaigners have welcomed a crackdown on the rent-to-own sector, saying it's about time. The city regulators announced that firms won't be able to charge more in credit fees than the cost of goods themselves. It's understood Virgin Atlantic is in talks to buy Flybe in an attempt to complement its long-haul network. The regional airline put itself up for sale last week. And three trials of self-driving buses and taxis in London and Edinburgh are getting a government grant worth £25 million. The aim is to get the vehicles on the road within two years. That's the latest. I'm Tim Jones. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. This is for the shop. You could have a kebab called Kebab All Over. Kebab All Over? Isn't yeah. that a mixed kebab anyways? I'm feeling Kebab All I Over. Mean, can, I, yes, can I just observe that Nick did the traditional clap out of time as well? Yeah, actually, <laughs> that, that is what happens at the game. So everyone claps at a different time during Glad All Over. It's, it's amazing. Fair enough. Sheesh. Anyway, Kebab All Over, what do you reckon? What is it? Let me come up with a recipe for you. I'll be thinking as we're talking, and I'll um, and I'll just, I'll just introduce <laughs> you it. You get a potato waffle and chuck a bit of kebab on well, top of it. You've immediately wow. <laughs> you're speaking my language. That's that. <laughs> that is already a game changer. I think you got to have mixed on meat. So you got to have obviously lamb and chicken done together. Already, yeah, yeah. But chicken, chicken, obviously, former DR's former pets. But in a potato waffle sandwich, no, no, not. That, that actually yeah. sounds delicious. Yeah, so, like, genuinely. Honestly, yeah. Can I tell you one thing? Fraser Digby is sitting there writing right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> Michelin star. Here we come. <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, could, you, could you do a summer donna as a kind of a su- what? A with a garden salad. He yeah. genuinely is doing that. So because because there was a donna summer, wasn't there? There was. Oh, the that's a good shout. He yeah. cannot help but try to sneak in as it many puns as possible. Yeah. Oh, you could uh, salad of the answer. season. You could you could do you could do a Christmas kebab. So, like, in a Yorkshire pudding wrap roll thing. Oh, I'd eat that. 
as long as it's great. could have like a, I don't know, name kebab after players. With cranberry sauce instead Have a Wilfred Zaha or you have like a, I don't know, James MacArthur. The Zaha, would it be tricky to open and it'd fall over a lot? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We could do that. Tricky to open and it's so overfilled that it just falls out everywhere. I hate when I I have said something that I don't agree with there. I just want to make it. Can have a guy to never see the kebab. Um... Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. This is Love Sport Radio, uh, bringing you the London Football Fan Shows with Crystal Palace and back of the nest. Delighted to see you guys, but I've missed all you guys. I really, really have. Um, what's everyone been up to in the past like, week and a bit? The international break's been here. Hambo's been in the cave. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been ill, which is good, isn't it? Everyone's, everyone's been a bit ill, but I, my niece brought a rather lovely cold to the rest of the family. Oh, dear. She got over it within about three days. Standard. We've all had it for weeks. Um, a bit of a relapse today. I haven't been feeling too good, but you know, I thought I'd motivate myself, get back here. Been a while. Obviously, I, you know, I've, I've been back here since I went to Vegas, haven't I? Oh, yeah. Exactly. It seems so long. Can I just say, you look very smart in your bow tie. Thanks, mate. Very, we, I, I was actually thinking, and, and I was discussing with the chaps that um, you know the potential idea I've got is because you you know you do arrive here ten or so minutes late. Is to mm. get invest in a cardboard cut out of you. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, could do that. I'm actually thinking of it. So <laughs> if you can supply me with the, the full body like length picture of you with the bow tie, because I want the bow tie one. Well, we we were talking about the bow tie, yeah, weren't we? Yeah. 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 We were the the problem with that picture is it does, it does only show the top half, and I'm, I'm entirely nude in the bottom <laughs> yeah. half. So you don't <laughs> I've really done want many cover. a job interview yeah. like that. Mate, don't worry about that. DR, what have you been up to during the international break, pal? Basketball. Oh, really? Yeah, I see you. Four or five in the morning. Like, you know when you wake up <laughs> and yeah. you like you, you go and get yourself like a glass of water or something like that and I just quickly pop onto Twitter. SDR <laughs> going, yeah, go Clippers at 97 Do you understand anything that no, he says in those tweets? Not a word. Do you know what? No, I'm going to pull it. up some of these tweets. No, yeah, honestly, but it's been so stressful. It's worse than Palace. I can't do it anymore. It's just, it's yeah, we lost yesterday again. Like, it's just <laughs> like, <wait. laughs> Let's have some Spurs. of his tweets. This defense, shall I say it probably, this defense, defense yeah. is disgraceful. Unbelievable. Angry face. Then he goes, What's going on? Dante's releasing his inner Steph tonight. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's Steph Curry. Don't you know Steph? No. No. You don't know Steph Curry? No. no that no. is scary. We, we like football, mate. <laughs> Yeah, but football. Steph Curry is like it's it's like saying, do you know Ronaldo that, or Messi? Is that hot or what, or is it just Steph Curry? Is an unbelievable That's shooter. That's terrible, Nick. That's oh, no. really bad for you. But yeah. when it, the next tweet, the next tweet, I can only relate to Gavin and Stacey because <laughs> Brin's heating up. <laughs> <laughs> so like Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> that, that would be good, you know. Just <laughs> Brin heating up. Yeah. Islands in the, in the stream once yeah, again. Exactly. Um, lots of salty Warriors fans appearing on my timeline <laughs> after the game. <laughs> salty. Why, are you, why yeah. are you speaking like that? You don't speak like that at home. I do. <laughs> <laughs> LMA finally hitting shots, which he did last season. I've missed this LMA, and so has the. Isn't the LMA like a league? League Managers Association. <laughs> Is it, yeah, yeah. It's, it should be a game, didn't it? Yeah, yeah LMA manager. Those are the days on the Commodore <laughs> Amiga. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I had Alex Ferguson manager on the PS1. Oh, I never played that. that. Was, I've got it. It's, do you know what? I might fire it up at Christmas. When I mean it takes you about a year to bid for a player, they didn't have a function where, you know, like on FIFA now, you can select the number that you want to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. You had to manually go from one pound. <laughs> 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 and you, you had to continually press it like one, two, three, oh, four. So word. when you get to like one mil, you're just like, mate, just bid it for Figo. Go on, Lewis Figo. Yeah. Really bad. It's like rejected. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge. That's LMA. That's uh, it's, 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 he's like our Zaha for San Antonio Spurs. He just it's not it's not there right now. And Did he get fouled or not? Well, uh, yeah, he got fouled yesterday. Here we go. AD forty plus points. Kemba sixty points. 
Kemba, isn't he? Steve, Steve Kemba. Yeah. <laughs> Butler clutch with block and three in OT. Jalen Brown still can't shoot. Vucevic destroys the Lakers. He used to play for Roma. Yeah. Uh, another good night in the NBA. <laughs> oh, that was a brilliant night. Well, Kemba's on fire. Hashtag Hornets. He played, didn't even play for Watford. If, if, no, if Love Sport ever wants to do a really tedious basketball-only show at around four in the morning when you've got a guy to do that for you. I'll start screaming on the mic. He's Can't. actually going red. I've never seen him go red before. I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> There's no basketball today. It's not even embarrassment. It's excitement. Can yeah. I just say, um, Simon has tweeted us in. Uh, evening, Simon, by the way. Uh, he said, all of this debate about Fords is ridiculous when... The tree is still free. Thank you. <laughs> Steve Parrish, look, I, I'm I'm no scout, yeah, but I'll tell you something for free. Get the tree in. Get the tree in. Fire the balls. He'd be better than Fellaini. I mean, I was absent for all this tree talk. Um, <laughs> Do you want me to sell him to you? I mean, it's Lacina Traore, right? Lacina Traore, yeah. the big tree. It's 2.03 metres high, yeah, which is high. bigger than your average IKEA Six, bed. Eight, is that something like that? Six, well, eight. Yeah, it, bang on Hambo. Uh, six, eight and a half, depending on what shoes he's wearing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's bigger than your average IKEA wardrobe or your average bit of flat pack furniture. He's only twenty eight. Yeah, he's 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 only twenty eight from Abidjan in the Ivory Coast. Right. Him and Wilf, you know, could have a chat in. They speak French. French, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if Wilf speaks <laughs> French. Yeah, though, he so. does. He does. There you go. Um, he was last at Amiens on loan. Okay. It wasn't his most fruitful no? spell. No. no. Um, you know, he, he didn't actually score any goals, but he barely played any games. Okay, but <laughs> okay, that's he, fine. Um, uh, the, the, before that, where was he playing? Uh, he had, was at Sporting Gijon. He scored a couple of there. He scored, have, have, he got, he, w- let's have, just say he's got a better record than Calvin Andrew. Yeah, yeah so have I. Sorloff. Sorloff. Is yeah. he better than Sorloff? That was going to be my question. Well, he's, he's, he got two he's goals in eight games. You okay. know, that's all right. So a goal every. Why just the eight games? <laughs> well, it was just a short term loan. Oh, okay, okay. So what did he? What did he? Last time he played. Well, before, like, but before then, yeah. he was at uh, Chiska Moscow. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he got five <laughs> goals in fourteen, which let's be fair for your bang average bottom of the league striker's not bad. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had. He was at AS Monaco. Cost them a whole lot of money. Uh, and he, he, yeah, his record went away. But this is where <laughs> he comes into his peak. Okay. Uh, Anzi Makachakalaka. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. We got 31 goals in 68 games. Okay. That uh, how, where did Everton fit in, in all of that? Um, well, he only played one game there. Yeah, and, he did, didn't uh, he? Yeah, it was too good for him. Mean, they had a Runa Kone in front of him, and you know uh, what? Well, Roberto yeah. Martinez had this sort of loving with Kone, didn't he? Ch- but Anzi Makachakalaka was brilliant for him. Yeah. Did we sign a Runa Kone? We signed someone ridiculous like that, didn't we? Nah, Who we, were, we were linked. We were li- uh, uh, no, Papa, Papa. Sorry. no, no, no. Who I think we were linked and didn't play? No. Rakip, yeah. I'll come back to it. I'll come back uh, to it. Urkel Rapit, Rakip. Yeah, yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd, yeah. I don't understand. Was he even in training? Aruna Kone is still lurking around, you know? We so we signed someone of, of that type of striker. We when? were linked, because I remember oh. speaking it on a pod. We were linked yeah. with someone. I think Albert was on a pod as well. It'll come back to me, but if, um, if with literally no information, if anyone <laughs> knows who I'm thinking of, do let me know. Well, you can compare... Chororo, the big tree, to Serloff, and I don't know about you, Chris. I know we mentioned a bit earlier. Do you see the Serloff miss? Yeah, yeah. What exactly? Is. So, well, uh, Shiloh Amiobi. <laughs> I'm not, but you know, Fraser Campbell. Like, no, it's it's. Oh, yeah, you're so Aruna, no go. Aruna Dindan. Am I Aruna Dindan. I don't know. Din, uh, someone like that. I remember when he was anyway. good. 
in like yeah. the early 2000s yeah, you know, but he he was another legendary man from Abidjan. Yeah, he did actually play for Palace in 2013. There you go. That's what I was um, He was released just prior to the end of the season without having made a serious senior appearance yeah. and with doubts <laughs> over his fitness. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> memorable, memorable. Anyway, uh, uh, but yeah, um, Steve Parrish, still, you know, I'm still backing the big tree. Um, yeah, and if he saves you from relegation, then bring back Keith Millen. It's last ball, right? It's 8 13. We're going to take short balls. We're going to look at January rumours and we're going to talk Ruben. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. The reason why I started doing yoga was I, f- I genuinely felt I was you know, seizing up. But I mean, partly that's due to wear and tear of a sporting <laughs> career as well. Yeah. And I, you know what? I wish. Um, I've been told how beneficial stretching and flexibility is to performance. I didn't really understand that. Sporting performance, yeah. Yeah, sporting performance. You think, well, yes. (laughs) And uh, and other things, actually, yeah. (laughs) If I come to think about it, yeah. It's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. Love Sport, 558am. Yeah, this is Lost Paul Radio. We're back of the nest. Joining me in the studio, Dr. Kernas and Nick Gossett. Hello. Ambo's popped up. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. It's going to be late again. Lunch break or something. Yeah. We're yeah. We're talking about Crystal Palace. We're looking ahead to January. I think there's some like seven or eight games until Zivindo opens. Um, let's talk Ruben again. I mean, Maurizio Sarri's come out and said that you know there's no chance Ruben off the cheek is moving on somewhere. Do you reckon there is though? Do you reckon he's just playing a bit of a game? I hope so. Hopefully, Ruben wants to um, wants to play first team football, sort of all the time, which he would do at Palace. Um, he doesn't want to go at Schalke, does he? He wants to go there. Um, he's getting the odd game in the uh, in the Euro, what should we call it? But if if he's going to be a contender for England and, and playing this fantastic new competition that they've invented to get rid of friendlies, although they are friendlies, um, he's got to play more regular, and he can only do that at Palace. Yeah, he's been linked with us and Schalke, so it's a bit interesting. I thought a couple of weeks ago when he was playing for Chelsea and he scored that hat-trick, I think it was in the Europa League, I thought we had zero chance, but now reports are popping up once again that we're interested. And I'll take Ruben, I would, because it worked, especially if we're going to go with a 4-4-2 formation, it worked brilliantly with him playing out wide. because he's just Is he the priority though, or is the priority a striker? But I understand what you mean. But what striker can we get realistically? If we can't get... A, I don't see us getting a striker that's going to change. It's going to be... We're going to be gambling. I'd, I'd rather take Origi. the gamble on... Ru- I'd rather take the gamble... Origi. But that's a gamble. And how much in wages... Uh, what's Go his wages? Origi on loan. Yeah. Wayne Rooney on loan. He's not. He's definitely. Nah, yeah, he's not coming yeah. back. He's not... Co- I think Zlatan he even said on loan. <laughs> yeah, he's, mate, a, he's money, almost money. as old as me. That's a good point. It's the money. It's the money. We 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 probably. You tell me him. you wouldn't take Wayne Rooney alone. I would. I'll take. I'll take anyone literally <laughs> at Palace. Would you take Wayne Rooney alone? Ten years ago. No. 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 All right. Come, no. Right now. You, you didn't answer you the question. No. Why? 
He's been firing in goals for DC United. Don't get me wrong, the DC United. Let's turn to our American correspondent, DR. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about DC United. But yeah, but Rooney's still scoring goals. And some, but he's still, I would take him up. Look how, look, we've got a solo, man. How are you? Why wouldn't you take He's better than both of them put together. Yeah, at least you're putting effort. That's that, you know, yeah, he's always, he's always putting effort. No, he might be no chugging out. a bit, don't get me wrong, like a lumpy diesel transit van, but yeah. he'd score your goals. Yeah, yeah. DC but United, though. It's DC American United. Yeah, yeah, it's MLS. It's yeah, MLS. It's a bit of a comic book league. Andy Carroll. Too many. Loan. Too, it's <sighs> too much injuries. Too much injuries. He's, he's had Surely Palace was You need there. somebody. You need a striker. Exactly, but you need somebody from one of the lower leagues who wants to prove themselves, not just somebody who's going to not jump for headers when they're defending, that, that wants, that's on their way up, not on their way down. Well, well Simon, said, Simon, Simon <laughs> said, what about... Um, what about... Uh, uh, hold on a minute. Oh, 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 hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Could be, we could so go Simon has tweeted. We could go for Dwight Gale. Pa- Patrick, Patrick <laughs> said something about addition. Oh, it's probably Nick. Yeah, here we go. Um, what about raiding the championship? A Sombolongo or Rhodes? From Rhodes. Borough. Borough yeah, Rhodes and Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. How much? Is it Rhodes or Sheffield Wednesday? Yeah, but how much? Because uh, championship clubs nowadays, they're, they're in Norwich, they're no- sorry. Well, he's on loan at Norwich. So, Simon, Jordan Rhodes ain't going to go back from Sheffield Wednesday to Norwich to Palace. He's firing them at Norwich at the top of the league, man. Okay, yeah, that's okay. crazy. i got a mate that plays at Norwich. I don't. But I could give him a word, maybe. Yeah, t- t- just not, not yeah, a yeah, no bit there. Do you remember this on Ricky Van Wolfswinkle? Norwich, do you remember? Yeah. No, I, 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 I don't know where he's going from. Mildew. They might. Yeah, they might. I heard that, speaking about Norwich, I heard that they might sell some of their youth players, and I don't know what's going to happen there. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. you've got to be going out. And exactly, go for a striker. But what strikers like? It's, it's the hardest position to get. It's, it really is the hardest position to get, in my Isn't opinion, because you need a goal scorer. And first of all, if you want to get a goal scorer, you're gonna have to pay a lot of money, and we don't have the money. And second of all, it's it's gonna come down to gamble. It's Isn't James Daly banging him in for is it Kidderminster? I know it's a different level, but he's Kidderminster, and you wouldn't take Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but are. he's one of our own, and he'd, he'd want to prove himself. But, but what my question is is, you know, you're talking about there's no money, there's no money. Surely Steve Parrish is sitting there looking at the worth and the value of sticking around in the Premier League, and is thinking, you know what, to, to make money and to get that more, you know, more TV money, we need to spend a bit of money, we need to make sure we're, 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 we're um, you know, we're, we're bringing in a couple of players to keep us in this league again. Our best option is probably going down to the Championship. Realistically, you look, you look elsewhere and, I don't know some of their names. Maybe Rhodes. That's the best option. Rhodes ain't going to come. He's in Norwich alone for the end oh. of the season. Question: uh, Did you go for Mildo? When? What? A meal deal? (laughs) No, no. Um, All I'm going to say is, you know, sometimes... Well, if you have mutton rolls for lunch, (laughs) there is a consequence. Um, Yeah, so um, (laughs) we were talking about... What about this Brentford guy? Neil Malpay is is getting a goal every 104 minutes. Uh, He's he's come through as a suggestion before. I mean, look, we've... Harvey's Premier League, though. You're going to end up with... uh, Who's that one that uh, Holloway loved to sign? Well, oh, Kevin Phillips. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he do right now. Yeah, Who's yeah. that one that he signed at um, at Blackpool as well? Really bad. Oh, Elliot Grandon. Yeah, yeah, Grandon. He signed for us as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, I think. I mean, I, from what Dr. saying, you know, looking in the Championship, you, you can't find value in the Championship. We well, can. But, well, David Brooks. Well, what I mean is, 
you whatever you do because because everything because everything's a punt isn't it right everyone remembers either the ones that work out well generally speaking everyone remembers the ones that work out uh, unless you're a fan of a club where one hasn't worked out but the, tr- the trouble is the asking price in this country is ridiculous it's just 10 times what it should be and that's not anyone's fault that's that's the market you can force people to pay it but you know if you, you have to go and t- take a punt on someone and the on loan Defoe on loan. Look, Defoe. Defoe would find you goals. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even at thirty-seven. We'll, yeah, we were linked with him before, but wasn't it the wages? That was the well, problem. no. He, it's because let's be fair. He's got a very good agent. That's what we were talking about yeah. it yesterday. The guy has got the best agent. Imagine at thirty-five years old getting a three-year deal on the money he's on. Yeah, yeah. No, it's an absolutely superb. And he's, deal, he, and bought, he, he's he's on Sky more than he is at Bournemouth training. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we we're talking about Ruben. I don't know. Would you go for Ruben or would you go for a striker? The, what I would say is, if we're going to continue to play the way we are, which I think, if we unless unless Roy leaves, we will be, then he, he would he would make a huge impact. And I'll be honest, like a few people are saying, I've got a sneaky suspicion that a returning Benteke is going to be going to going to be a lot fired up, fired up Benteke. Yeah, hope. It is, it is more hope than than logic, but I think. If we, if we look, you know, bottom line is, we've got to be, we've got to try to be in for Loftus Cheek if we can. Uh, I was discussing this earlier earlier on today, and you know, this is just you know, not any inside knowledge or anything like that. But the, uh, you know, I can't imagine that we are going to be his best option. Yeah, maybe not. We're going to carry on talking about recruitment next. It's Love Sport Radio. You can tweet us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. They are at Back in the Nest, and our uh, number to give us a call: oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. Giving your team a voice. Love Sport Radio. In a world full of United, Cities, Rovers, there's only one Hotspur. The official Tottenham Hotspur membership, One Hotspur, is now on sale to new members. Gain access to ticket priority windows, receive a gift pack and plenty more Spurs benefits. Tottenham Hotspur, it's your club. Make it official. Sign up today at TottenhamHotspur.com slash join. Hi, my name's Kurt Edwards. I work in advertising and live in Surrey. Last year, the family content insurance was £745. A friend of mine had recommended a spokesman said.com when it came for this year's renewal. I managed to get it for £403. So for those 10 minutes on that website, I saved over £340. I told my family, my friends, you'd be absolutely mad not to give it a go. TheSpokesmanSaid.com Fighting for you, saving you money Do you wear glasses? Think you're paying too much for your glasses? Want to try them out before you buy? Then go direct to Glasses Direct and get two pairs of new glasses with lenses from just £19 And with our free home trial you can test drive them on friends and family before you buy It's that easy So, for your new glasses you should go direct to glassesdirect.co.uk New customers only, delivery 3 95 Conditions and exclusions apply See website for details You could make the main dealer's day by paying over the odds Or you could go to Big Motoring World and save a fortune on up to 2,000 pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes, Audis and VWs in stock. Then with the money you save, put a smile on your face with a cheeky weekend away for two. Give yourself a break at Big Motoring World. Just minutes from the M25. See bigmotoringworld.co.uk Big, big, big motoring world. Love sport. 
Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. This is Love Sport. Yeah, are you paying way too much for your energy bills and insurance? You, um, maybe. You could be saving hundreds of pounds by shopping around. Find out just how much you could save by going to a spokesman said.com. Search the cheapest deals on your energy bills and the best value for your home, car and travel insurance. Don't take our word for it. There's hundreds of a spokesman said customers who have saved big. Brian from Derbyshire saved 400 pounds on his energy bills. Kurt from Surrey saved over 300 pounds on his home insurance. And Tony from Northampton saved a massive 2,800 pounds on his energy bills. Don't pay the price for not shopping around. Visit a spokesman said.com and you could be saving money on your bills in time for Christmas. Looking forward to Christmas? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but you're a festive kind of guy, aren't you? Well, I, I like I like the concept of Christmas, you know. I, I don't like the tackiness of it, but at the same time, I embrace the tackiness of it. But I'll be honest with you, my sole motivation at Christmas is they release the party food. Oh, And yes. in particular, they release the cheese and bacon rolls, which are essentially just uh, a rasher of streaky bacon wrapped around some processed cheese. Um, and the cheaper version of that I can find, the better it tastes. And I, essentially, on my Christmas dinner, I have a whole box of that. Mate, for me, it's all about the pigs and blankets. Yeah, I mean, they're, look, they're, they're the best thing. They're, they're great. But I just replaced the pig with a lump of processed cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What does Christmas mean to you, Nick? (laughs) Well, I've convinced the kids. Because you have so much build-up, and then it's two or three days, it's over. So I've convinced the kids that 12 days of Christmas, tree doesn't go up till the 13th of December. And we don't start. He's tight. Really. No, I'd, yeah. When do the trees go up for Christmas? Mate, because there's uh, been this debate you, that can I, can I just say some people the, up the, in October. There, there's yeah, but a Brazilian family <laughs> that I shoot her. I, I shoot the kid, not the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and their tree goes up uh, on Halloween. Ay caramba! Um, <laughs> oh, that's a song. What? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Move on. Move on. Move anyway, they are having one of those moments. One of their moments. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, unfortunately in the northwest London area, you know, for people are born around my age, you know, there's a lot of kids born. You know, like so, a lot of people I went to like school and college with have now got kids. Yeah. And you know, especially the ladies, they get a bit sentimental sometimes. And mm. like, there's one of them. She's put up her Christmas tree in like back in the November, like mid November. God, I'm not even sorry. It's like, mate, you're have you got nothing better to do (laughs) you know like seriously have you got nothing better to do but like this is the kind of girl she she goes shopping for like Christmas presents in July it's just like half July the the magic you know part of it comes from the anticipation and the waiting and the the fact that you want your Christmas tree and you want your presents when you're a kid but you have to wait until it's Christmas December the 24th my my pals from Germany and and they open their Christmas presents on Christmas Eve I find it terribly insulting What's what's the point well, they no, I mean, open I'll be honest with you, you've changed my mind on Brexit there. <laughs> I, um, I've, got, I've got two things here. Um, happy Thanksgiving to all the Americans, oh, especially yeah. Patrick yeah, O'Connor. Yeah. yeah, happy Thanksgiving. There's no NBA on tonight. I don't... Oh, and um, I once found my Christmas present in 1980, which was an old Atari console. I managed to play it for two weeks before Christmas when people went out. And then wrap it back up, put it back under the bed, and they said, my dad said, you're really good at this, aren't you? (laughs) 
<laughs> See, I got FIFA. I did that with one a year. Drive. Forgotten, yeah. I got FIFA one year, and you know, like, there's a way of. I'm terrible at rapping presents, by the way. If it was up to me, I'd do the old James Corden, Tim Foil Scrunch, go. Yeah, lovely. Bang. I bet you're shocking at rapping presents. Terrible. Well. Absolutely Mate, terrible. Atrocious. 80% tape. Exactly. Exactly. I basically go, and the thing is, like, because, you know, a lot of my uncles are courier, so they have, like, airline tape, so it also is, like, fragile and, like, you know special cargo and stuff on it <laughs> it's just like random like aviation type of british airways baa um but yeah I, I i got fifa one year from like my granddad's sister i don't even know if she think, don't know if she think she, she didn't know what she was buying she bought me fifa on ps2 and i was buzzing so what i did was i managed to like you know warm up the tape a bit <laughs> loosen it and you know like slide the game out yeah yeah, yeah. play it but what i did this is I'm clever you see I'm clever okay. ah, I took the disc out and put the case back in yeah 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 That's so it looked like it was still there. Yeah. And I was playing it, and everyone's like, oh, that's good, FIFA. What are you playing? I was just like, oh, it's the demo disc, you know, just, you know, the demo. You know, <laughs> so you actually co- played it in front of them. Yeah, Courier, oh! Crisis, Courier Crisis and V-Rally are up next, you know, Hercules <laughs> on the PS1. Brilliant. But yeah, I played it, and then uh, like around like the 22nd, 23rd, uh, I just chucked it back in. Yeah. No, that's fair. I'd have opened it and said, the disc isn't in here. <laughs> they didn't take it back. <laughs> well... Mate, I, I remember I used to get you know the Champions League. Do you remember the Champions League game on PlayStation? Yeah, very good. Yeah. Anyway, Karen. I, so I was saying, I I did exactly that with a Sega Mega Drive, as in a home <laughs> Mega Drive. <laughs> like I, him. I play, yeah, exactly, just yeah, just an updated version of that story, really, uh, for the nineties. But I, my parents didn't know until I told them last year. Me and my, my brother told them last Christmas that we did oh, the it. Deceit. And they were like, Christopher. "What? How did you? How did you do that? How did you find it?" I was like, "We found the presents every year, like every year within ten minutes of you buying." I bet your mum just gave you that that look of disappointment. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's practiced that look <laughs> for a while. <laughs> my my, my favourite thing Christmas is just buying like a whole ham. <laughs> I've never done that. Just but buying a whole ham and just leaving it on the side and just. Did you have a special rack for it to, to keep it on? Or no. Put it on the side. Plonk it on the side, mate. Hope for the best. Yeah, I mean, my Christmases do tend to get spoiled by Palace um, and generally the fixture. The fixture. Where are you boxing day? Home to Cardiff. Home to Cardiff. Yeah, that's got a nice one. Because I can imagine you, Hambo, with your turkey sandwiches. I love a turkey sandwich on Boxing Day. Turkey sandwiches, you know, your flask of something. You know, no more Ian's cheese rolls. No, well, exactly. You know, he's he's not going to be doing much of a trade on Boxing Day. You might as well not even bother Ian. Um, But yeah, you know, Boxing Day is quite nice. It can be, but I mean, I've got to remember taking a drive to to my brother-in-law. We managed to escape the whole family do. Go drive down to Southampton for Palace versus Southampton on Boxing Day, and it was right where we'd we'd started. We'd been making a real racket, you know, away the fanatics had started to grow a bit in popularity, and we're just everything was sort of pointing towards us going to Southampton, having a fantastic game, and being in a fantastic atmosphere. And we got there, and it was dead silent. Everyone was either hungover or bored, and it was, I think it was either nil nil or we lost one nil. Literally nothing happened for like ninety minutes, and then we had to drive back. It was just that's that kind of that's my overriding memory of Christmas. Fair enough, Nick. Any overriding DR? Oh, do you want me to give my honest answer, or <laughs> <laughs> because I've I had to do an interview about Christmas yesterday yesterday for for my university. What? Yeah. Who was interviewing you, or Father. were you interviewing? Oh, someone? No, no, what he did like was he went project. to the shopping center. No, no, group project. And there was a man in a red suit. It was a g- <laughs> with a big white beard, and he asked him, <laughs> "What do you want for Christmas?" <laughs> and yeah. you said, "A well, my honest answer. Well, my honest answer is that as I don't celebrate Christmas, <laughs> Christmas, I just 
chill. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. It's, it's, but, it's do, you not even, do you not even just get do the presence part of it? Nah, my family hasn't, but when I grow up, I think I'll do it. Cause, yeah. yeah. But I don't really do, do you know what? You know, you know you have those thoughts as like a kid. I don't know we're going completely off topic, but we're going to get the oppo view next. But you know you have those thoughts as a kid. When I'm older, I'm going to do this. Do you know what I'm going to do? Sure. Get a real tree. <laughs> Always oh, yeah. wanted a real tree. Right. How allowed. much older are you intending to get before you do that? Go <laughs> 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 well, get a wife first, mate. Uh, yeah, nah. And then the wife's to turn around to me and said, "You're not allowed a real tree." That's but it. I really want a real tree. Do you? Do you have, you're, but you're the kind of geezer had a real tree. We we have had real trees in the past, um, but now we've got the dog Jarvis the cocker and the yeah. cat as well. The needles just be everywhere. Mm. We got a Christmas tree at our shop. <laughs> your, your Christmas tree's still there in July, mate. What are you about? Mate, so if you want mate, to drop if you're, a present, if you're, if you're worried about a prospective wife not letting you have uh, a real tree, just get it on your Tinder profile. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, just make sure it's on there. Then they know, don't they? Not bad at all. Um, yeah, we're going to take a pause, and uh, yeah, up next we can get the opposition view. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. My mum had a hip replacement recently and I remember her saying that in the first week she made so much progress because she went from basically being completely immobile to walking because the important thing about that rehab is getting walking very early. Well, uh, given Southgate's youth policy, I'm sorry, but I don't think your mum's going to get in. <laughs> I doubt it. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. We're better than Sperling. Listen to our comedy countdown at kickoff every Saturday from midday to 2.30. It's bonkers. It's crazy. Nah, it's mental. It's all about geezers. Nah, it's all about football. We've got Posh Boy, our sidekick. He does all the stats for the team news. Oh, he won't like sidekick. Might he? No. Oh, he's a geezer. No, he's very posh. Oh, we're geezers. Listen to Bell and Sperling's comedy countdown at kickoff every Saturday, midday at 2.30 on Love Sport. This is Love Sport. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio. Time for the opposition view now. And let's talk to uh, former Manchester United striker Derek Brazil. Evening, Derek. Evening. Uh, I wasn't a striker, I was a defender. I wish oh, I was a striker. It's a strike. <laughs> do you know... Do you, Got to ask him to sign Do, do you know what? I'm, I'm thinking of another striker whose surname begins... You're thinking of Alan Brazil, Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, something like that. Uh, anyway, uh, how are you, Derek? You all right? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Good, bad good, at all. good to have you with us. You're joined by uh, DR, by Nick and by Hambo. So if the questions go off topic and involve hams and Christmas trees, then uh, please do uh, ple- please do apolog- <laughs> well, accept our apologies. But, you know, what, what do you make of United this season? They are so strange, you know. I'm being a United fan myself, being a Stratford Ender, I've sat there this season and, you know, I've been through the whole sort of gamut of emotions and I'm kind of coming around to the, t- the point of, like, you know, where I was before, which is Jose ain't going nowhere till the end of the season. No, he's not. I think he's weathered the storm. I'm like you, United supporter. I think there was a spell just before that Newcastle game and even after that, and everyone, I mean, everyone loves to see, if you're not a Man United supporter, you love to see Man United struggle. You love to see their manager struggle. And I think he's weathered the storm. There was a lot of talk of him going going by Christmas. You know, they picked up a couple of good results away from home. Um, the Juventus game away from home as well, which, which 
you know, his stock went up again. Um, and I think the Man City game was, and you probably agree yourself, they're, they're on a different planet at the moment. You know, to go there and get beat by them, everyone kind of expected it. But I think he, I don't, I think he's staying there to the end of the season. Whether he'll be there after that, I think we'll find out in January if the club back him in terms of if he does, if they do give him money to bring his centre half in. Uh, uh, do, you um, know, do you know what the worrying thing is, Derek? I'm sh- yeah. concerned that it's going to be a really overpriced Toby Alderweireld, who, you know, from the first few months of the season, looks at a shadow of his former self. He does, but you, you don't know. I mean, he, is it because of what's happening at his club? Uh, you don't know. I mean, is he better than what we got at the moment? And I'd say yes, he is. You know, on form, he would be. Um, but again, I, I kind of agree with you. I think everybody knows now. Whoever's, whatever club, a centre half we're looking at, they're going to inflate the price by about twenty million. So. Do Man United say, okay, bite the bullet and go for it? Because, you know, we've got to finish in the four, haven't we? That's our aim at the moment. And I think with the games there, the international break now happening was probably not a bad thing for United. You know, because um, I think the players who are away on international duty have done well. There's a few who didn't obviously go on international duty, which, you know, gave them a little bit of a rest. And I think... The, the, the key for me is what if the club back Mourinho in January because there's no there's no way around it. He does need to strengthen defensively because you know Luke Shaw's playing well. He's obviously suspended this weekend. Ashley Young's been a great servant, but he, he's on the other side of 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 everything at the moment, isn't he? Um, so I think defensively, Lindelof has probably been our best player defensively over the last few games and. When everyone looked slaughter him at the start of the season, and, and rightfully so. <coughs> Sorry, oh, are you all there, oh. Amber? Oh dear, Amber. <laughs> 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 he's, he's, he's a right state over there in the corner. Um, hello, mate. How you doing? Um, hey, Palace, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, looking at Palace, are you worried by them or not? <coughs> um, well, every game United play, I'm worried. Um, <laughs> Fair because I think. Palace, I mean, I've watched Palace a few times this year on the box, and they've done all right for a spell, but they can't score, can they? And, yeah. you know, Benteke scored, I don't know where, if he's involved anymore, he scored one goal in two years or something ridiculous, and you are overly reliant on Zaha and possibly Townsend. But I think it will come down to not so much what Palace do, whether they sit back and try and attack them or they, or they just go for it. It'll depend on how United play. I mean, United, there's, United are not just off the pace. When they're off the pace, they're woeful. But when they're on it, and they, they have been, then I can see Palace, if, especially if United score maybe early on, then yeah. Palace will have to come out a little bit. But I think it's all depends, really. What worries me a bit is if Palace, you know, the due a win, aren't they? Um, well, we've never beaten you lot in the Premier League. <laughs> so. Yeah. Although, um, but I think I think it is I think uh, I think it is how United approach the game and, and after an international break, it is a little bit one of those. Sometimes you can never call it, but I think if United are on it, they should have enough to beat them. But United this year are either totally on it or they're absolutely woeful. There's no off the pace. Do you know what I mean? They're not just if you don't have you know if the eleven of them are playing, 
you don't have like three or four having a bit of a stinker and the rest are flying. It's like eight or nine are having stinkers. Yeah. And then I think teams who have gone to Old Trafford have realised that and have kind of played quite freely. And I think United have been under a bit of pressure this year at home because the fans who have been fantastic, I've got to be fair. My mate went to the Newcastle game and even at 2-0 down they were singing you know, Mourinho's name. And the players with Mourinho and I will say this about Mourinho, I've always been a fan of his and and I've looked at the games recently where he's made United have been woeful at Bournemouth the first you know, first half, Chelsea, Juventus possibly. But he has made changes at half time or on the hour which have gone and won the games. And I don't see a lot of praise for him in in the papers or the media because of that. Yeah. I don't know what you boys think. Well, obviously, you're Palace fans, aren't you? So no, we well, don't really care. We, no, we do look. I do look at it with, with interest. I mean, it's no. I mean, I think the the whole thing with with United from our from our perspective is that, that there doesn't seem to be that fear that we used to have going into that game. But then when you start actually look at the results, we've never we've still never sort of turned you over really in any in any meaningful way. Um, and I, and I look at this game and you know you, you, the players you're talking about, they don't have the same kind of ring to them as the sort of the players of, of the recent past and I, and I look at the fact you, we go into this game there's a few injuries at the Man United and a few doubts over some fitness and and I'm wondering is you know do we have a chance here and I mean you're talking about a lot of spending in January required but going into this game with with those potential doubts over over a couple of players um, didn't Man United have the strength in depth that they used to have or is that an opportunity for Palace? I think if, if Palace were ever going to get get something over United, it would be now. I think, it, you know, where confidence is not that... And sometimes, if you look at United's away results, where there's possibly less pressure on them, whereas if you're playing you know, in front of 75,000 United fans, some of the players haven't been able to stand up to it. And you, you find the manager is... He, he probably doesn't know his best team. You know, he probably doesn't, and... You need a settle back for. Um, obviously, I think there's a couple out injured this weekend as well. Um, who's he going to play in midfield? You know, he's got options there. If, if Pogba is fit, he'll play. Will he play with Fellaini in there? Matic, for me, has been really disappointing. Really disappointing. And I think, you know, the striker was, you know, Lukaku hasn't been hitting form. Sanchez has scored a couple of goals this week, but him and the manager getting on. Rashford went off injured, so I couldn't even tell you what type of side United would pick this weekend. But I would think, looking at the squad and the players, they should, and no disrespect to, to Crystal Palace, but they should be able to to beat Palace. Let's, let's have and a score prediction from you, though. A score prediction? Yeah, let's have a score, because oh. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the same camp as you are. I, I think that, in terms of Palace's front line, it's going to be... Uh, well, Hambo's threatening me with violence now, but... <laughs> In terms of um, in terms of the Palace front line, you know, it's literally Palace's front line versus United's defence is limp versus limper. You know, yeah. um, but I, I can just imagine like you know one of those typical cold, rainy Old Trafford afternoons where you're going to see Lukaku score with his you know his the side of his navel. <laughs> you know. One matter to one matter to just fire in a free kick. It's going to be one of those games, I reckon. Yeah, I think it will. I mean, I agree with you. What could actually be the possible outcome of the game is that United going forward have more than Palace going forward. 
because Palace probably would cause uh, United problems at the back if they're not as confident as they are. But I think on the whole, United in an attacking term, if they have their players fit, you know, from midfield and up front, the likes of Rashford and Lingard and you know Sanchez, Pogba, you know, there should be enough there to win the game. But it's how they win it. If they score early, then that will take a little bit of pressure off United. And it'll mean that Palace will have to come out. The longer it stays nil-nil, my fear is that he goes on the hour and it's still nil-nil and United have been quite tepid, as they have been this season. That, you know, set pieces, whether it's corners or free kicks or a breakaway from Palace, and they go one-nil up. I think that's a fear that I've got as a Man United fan this year is that I used to be really confident for home games. Really confident, but at the moment you're thinking, right, what United am I going to see? Yeah, is it going to be uh, a, a, a fearful of you know not of making mistakes and of being overconfident? And but I, I'd be surprised to see who he plays because Matt obviously has had what nearly ten days off. Will he start with him? You know, Pogba obviously didn't play in the second game for France, so will he start with him? You don't really know what Mourinho is going to start. I think. Going back to your original question, I think, yeah, I agree with you. Attacking-wise, Palace haven't done it. United have struggled defensively most of the time. But I think United, going forward, should have enough to, to win the game. So, I'm gonna, I'm not going to put it as a high-scoring game. I'm going to probably say 2-0, United. Fair play, fair play. And uh, just a one-word answer if you need it on this one. Uh, former Palace manager Allardyce to Ireland. I think you're breaking up, by the way. Listen, my brother actually texted me that last night, and I was like, "No," but I, I've already heard a rumor that McCarthy is well. He, he wants the job. Um, personally, I, I I think that would be a backward step for for Ireland. Uh, I think, but then again, who else is out there? They've, they've also mentioned Stephen Kenny, uh, who's Irish and, and manages the League of Ireland side, which. Mm. It's a bit of a mess at the moment. I think you could put you could put Allardyce in. You could put Red Knapp in if he's out of the jungle. You could put, but I think the problem with Ireland that is that the players they're picking now are from most of them outside the Prem. Yeah, and some of them are outside the Championship, and you know, at international level, you you're not going to get away with it. You might have a bit of heart and guts, but their next choice is going to be really really important and they, they've tried to go down the route with Trapattoni in the past they've tried to go down the route with Steve Staunton you know maybe Mick McCarthy would get these boys for him but Mick will have his supporters over there and Mick will have ones who think well the reason we got rid of him was the reason we got rid of him so what's he going to what's he going to do now so mm. for Allardyce I don't think yeah that so, He's probably waiting on the Palace job at the end of the season. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Derek, brilliant talking to you, pal. Thank you so Cheers. much for joining us. Yeah. We're really, really strapped for time at the moment. Derek Brazil there, former Manchester United defender, with us here on Love Sport Radio. It's all in the name. Love Sport Radio. 
If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit WEDOOH.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. The Lord's Taverners, the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. My name's Sam Alderson and I suffer from Tarsen syndrome. When I become wheelchair bound, I thought I wouldn't be able to play sport anymore. The Lord's Taverners introduced me to disability cricket and it has allowed me to experience all the excitement and happiness that sport can give you. The Lord's Taverners, the leading disability youth cricket charity in the UK. If you're a road cycling enthusiast, carinsuranceforcyclists.com rewards you when you get behind the wheel of your car. Your on-road cycling experience has made you more alert and road aware than the average car driver, and that deserves special attention. Let carinsuranceforcyclists.com source you the best car insurance deal, because good on two wheels means better on four. To find out how much you could save, call 0800 819 9319 and mention Love Sport Radio or visit carinsuranceforcyclists.com. 30-30 Tennis is the new alternative scoring format that creates shorter matches. The clue is in the name. Every game starts at 30-all. That is 30-30. Best of three sets matches are completed in 40-60 to 60 minutes and best of five in 60-90 to 90 minutes. 30-30 or T-30 can be described as the youngest sporting sibling of Cricket's 2020 or T-20. For more information, visit 3030tennis.com. That is T. H-I-R-T-Y then the digits 3 and 0 followed by tennis all one word dot com Measles and whooping cough are on the rise vaccinations can help prevent them are your child's up to date? find out more search NHS vaccinations love sports Good evening, South London. <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> what happened to Hambo? Oh, uh, let's, yeah, not, no. let's not get into that. Yeah, that yeah. is going to definitely be clipped by one of our producers. Yeah. It's and not funny, over and over again. Again. Mike, oh, but they can't clip what happened in the studio. Producer no, Mike, <laughs> just go back to the start of that Derek Brazil interview. Ignore the fact that I confused him with another radio presenter slash former Man United player and said in Brazil and just, just focus on that noise by Hambo. I mean, oh, it, it, I the visuals were good. It was a well. cross between like Obi Wan Kenobi and a Ho- no, no Chewbacca and, <laughs> yeah. a, and, a, and a Henry the Hoover. It got messy. Yeah, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to go into any detail. Uh, uh, Henry, Henry the Hoover on blow instead of suck. That's it. <laughs> 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 oh, ooh, well, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's time suck, for your yeah. uh, it's, t- it's time for your forward uh, forward previews ahead of this week's fixture, which is Manchester United versus Crystal Palace, the Glaziers versus the Red Reds of Manchester. It's a 1500 yes. hours kickoff. Uh, are we doing it in that voice? Up okay. at Old Trafford. Okay, marvellous. Trelane Mercadel. He, he's Ooh. from uh, Las Vegas, you know. Viva he, Las yeah, Vegas. This is me while we're was, it, was he a convertee on your trip? Yeah, yeah. When he went to spread <laughs> the good lords word on Christmas. Yes, he was, uh, and his review is no comebacks this time. Keith oh. Madge yeah. Diamond. Big up, Madge. Zaha Haunts Red Devils. Okay. Nick Knack Paddywhack. Mm, I've heard of this guy. Mm. Fergie's final signing wins it. 
He's had he's had Winsit as he spelt uh, it W I N Z I T. That's cheeky. That is that um, cheeky. Yeah. That's cheeky, but we like it. Yes. <laughs> Adam Shears, old Shearsy, back again. Shearsy. They're due a beating. Uh, Jerry Cole, God help us all. Look at yourself, Jerry. Uh, Linda Drew, let's start to pray. There's a theme there. <laughs> David Kent, failure, not an option. And finally, and this, this is, this is, well, let's just say it. Hope, then massive disappointment. Can I tell you something? Just like one thing, back of the next guys. Can anyone tell us where Alfonso Greenbrook is? Because I was actually just, I was driving my car the other day and I was just thinking to myself, I wonder where Alfonso Greenbrook he's, he's is. He's been quiet, hasn't he, old Alfonso? Yeah, Alfonso he he runs CPFC News HQ, doesn't he? Oh, uh, does he? Yeah, yeah. Is there, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the transfer yeah, yeah. Side. yeah, he does. Yeah, he has his own little point Alfonso as well. Alfonso Greenbrook is the best name I've ever heard in my it's life. Amazing. And we um, have some great I, names every week. Go on, go can on. I just Sorry. say with MJ Finley, hope then massive disappointment is a feature of many aspects of my life. That, as, as <laughs> certainly Palace and um, yeah, some other areas as well. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna shift over to uh, to some listener questions. Harriet's on the mixing desk on them ones and twos tonight. Big up. <laughs> oh yeah. You, you, you've picked up. What is this remix? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Hambo's oh, thing. Mate, that was that was that was beat matched. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, was like, you know that was like that was like you know when you get like a laptop with virtual DJ on. It? <laughs> yeah. The first day you get the laptop, you get like two two tracks. Sophie Ellis Beck's the murder on the dance floor, and like um, Uncle Cracker. Follow him. Sorry, I've got to tell you this story. The funny, can we bring the bed down just a little bit? Just I know the goals are good, Harriet, but can we just bring the bed down just a little bit? <laughs> right. So I was in a bar in, in the United Arab Emirates. That's right, a bar. And I was just, I was talking to a young lady and we were, the conversation was going crazy. Uncle Cracker came and I just started laughing. And it was uncontrollable. And my mate's looking at me like, my mate's looking like, what is wrong with you? And I just, I started crying because, yeah. I mean, the guy's name is like Michael. Why would you call yourself Uncle, Uncle Cracker? Uncle Cracker. What, what, what is, uh, you know, Cracks. what is it? I thought it was Cracks. Unless your name was Jacob. <laughs> I have no idea why you call yourself Uncle Do you remember that song, Follow Me, Everything? Is I, yeah, I, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just cried. It was so funny. Oh, she had no idea. She was from... Yeah, I'll, she, I'll I take think she was from Turkey. Take it and then go anywhere. On Germany. Anyway. Uh, questions up. Christopher Michael Hambling has uh, your question. Christopher, Christopher Michael Hambling, Liberal Democrats. Why have you invented <laughs> my middle name? We'll get into this. What is your middle name? If it's Philip. Oh, sorry. Oh, yes, you. Oh, right. just say, listen to questions. Go. We haven't got. We've got lots of We've got better part of. Yeah. Simon Pronger. Why can't we play PVA slash AWB up front like Dan of Buddy Butterfield did when he scored a hat trick? Next time, can you use the correct names rather than a, you know abbreviations? Oh, sorry, Aaron Wambazaka and. Patrick oh, yeah, thank you. Please, for the form. Thanks. Apologies, mate. I thought you could say it's Simon Pronger, then. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone going to answer that question? It's a good suggestion. He's, he's obviously being deliberately silly. And, he is. But, and Danny Butterfield's birthday today. Happy score birthday. Of, happy birthday, yeah. Danny. Score mate, do you know it's the anniversary of England winning the Rugby World Cup? I didn't know. Can I hear Brian Moore's absolutely just buzzing? <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> 
Is they? Mm. Anyway, Karen. we've derailed that question twice, three times maybe there. Uh, because um, who would play at right back and left back? Exactly. Before we might not need them. Might not have three <laughs> of the back four. Uh, Liam has got in touch with him. Talis, injury problems seem to be rearing their ugly head again, and we seem to be heading towards another crisis. Do we have a problem at the club and need to get a set of physio staff or a new system? Is it a symptom of the type of player we can afford? Sometimes quality, but injury prone. Injury prone, or are we just unlucky? I honestly don't know. I don't work at a club, so... Speculate. Uh, I think uh, a bit unlucky. Nick? I blame the, I blame the meals. <laughs> Fine, fair enough. <laughs> what you need to do is go down the jerk cart, order number seven, thank me later. Let's have a prediction. Manchester United versus Crystal Palace. 6-4 uh, to Palace. That's 4-6 on the actual official 4-6, you're quite right, yep. 1-3. 1-0 I'm United 1-0 United I'm not even going to do this one It's been a great show Have a great <laughs> week <laughs> Love Sport 558am Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com Getting real people real savings I'm Chris from Leicestershire a truck driver I went on a spokesman said which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself and the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. The Novotel London Blackfriars, the official hotel partner of Love Sport. Located just minutes away from the city and London's famous South Bank. You can kick back and taste the flavours of the world at the Jamboree Bar and Grill and enjoy all the sights of London in style. The Novotel London Blackfriars. Do you wear glasses? Think you're paying too much for your glasses? Yeah! Want to try them out before you buy? Then go direct to Glasses Direct and get two pairs of new glasses with lenses from just £19. And with our free home trial, you can test drive them on friends and family before you buy. It's that easy. So, for your new glasses, you should go direct to glassesdirect.co.uk. New customers only, delivery 395 Conditions and exclusions apply. See website for details. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. Thanks to Hambo, thanks to Chris. Uh, well, thanks to Hambo, thanks to Dion, and thanks to Nick. Thank Chris twice if you want. Uh, he's just munched the whole chocolate brownie. Absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, a weekend off for Charlton, but midweek cup action and a 5 0 win. Lewis Page has got himself a new deal as well. Plenty on the way this evening on your Charlton Athletic Fan Show with the chaps from the SE7 podcast. Got Chris Solly with us. It's been a James Richards from D3D4 Football to give us an opposition view ahead of the toy against. Bristol Rovers, keep with us. We're back with the Charlton Fan Show next. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. 
there's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.